0: Now, three, two, one, go! What's up, guys? This is episode fifty-seven of the Cool Down Time podcast. I am your graphically impressive host of the show Marco and joining me is my co-op co-host extraordinaire Pablo to talk about gaming's best and bootiest Pablo this is a hell of an episode we have in store uh, but before we get into all the showcases and game fests how are you doing right now man what's up I'm in
1: a I'm in a in space and time where I'm kind of it's just mm. a mind fog I don't know we just saw the Xbox stuff I don't even yes. I don't know what I, we're still you're
0: gonna hear a lot of uh, a lot of that because I a lot I, of I, pregnant I, pauses a lot of stammering yeah because we we're, we're fresh off the heels yeah. of watching the showcase we're still putting our our, our thoughts together in real time but um, we didn't yeah. want to keep y'all waiting I'm pro- um, I'm we- processing
1: I took the day off of this and just a little <laughs> preview. <laughs> I should have just gone to work. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh. But we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> oh, it. And no. one one kind of last note that I want to put here, and I kind of just want to put this on record, so that way, yeah, when we go back in in the annals of time, they know that I've said this. Final Fantasy X is the best Final Fantasy of all time. Uh, so okay, I just want I I, I right. just want to make sure that I said that I'm, I'm I just want to make sure You're I say just
0: that. straight out of left field. I'm um, playing it right now, okay. and it's I. I I wish I wasn't because I. I wish I wasn't because it's like hours and hours and hours. Hey, man, nothing wrong with going back in time playing some classics. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, It's still dry out here, so you might as well. Yeah. Um, To that point, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be skipping our loadout segment uh, this week. We are going to be going directly and only into. Uh, the showcases uh, for this particular episode, so um, Pablo kind of snuck in a little loadout thing there uh, for you right there, but we're not going to be doing an official segment for that because we have way too much uh, ground to cover with all of the games and announcements and stuff uh, that we have to talk about here, so uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, To that point, uh, we will be talking about the Xbox and Bethesda game Showcase and giving you our in-depth analysis of the event along with uh, the Summer Game Fest uh, towards the end of the show. So uh, if you're a new listener, thanks for checking us out. If you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back and checking out this week's show. If you like us, give our podcast a sub. We drop new episodes weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other popular streaming apps. You can also follow us on IG at CoolDownTimePodcast to stay connected with us in between episodes. Uh, and Twitter at CoolDownTimePod Time Pod as well. Pablo, like we said, no loadouts. We're getting straight to the main event here. We're going to talk Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase. Um, and I, I think the best place to start, as, as you and me are, are still sort of mentally processing everything from this event, um, kind of gauging our expectations with reality, um, I think the best place to start before we get into the games that were shown is to kind of go high level here and um you know to talk about our general overall impressions about the showcase um we will give a grade to the event uh towards the end of this segment um but before we get there pablo tell me kind of just your your raw gut feeling coming off the heels of this what are your what are your thoughts just just go for it what do you got
1: I think the focus on gameplay and twelve month window feels like it came back to bite them in the ass a little bit, because even though you know we want to see what we're going to be playing soon, we also want to see when it's this big show- showcase what they're going to be working on and some updates on on something you know something that that's coming. With the when the near future, um, especially an hour and a half, an hour forty minute showcase, I'm okay with seeing ninety percent stuff that's coming out in the next twelve years, but uh, twelve months. But come on, give me something that's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit more interesting other than the things that we already know. Uh, with that said, I, I'm I'm a little, I am I don't understand and because it's something that i've always said was a possibility that 2022 is going to basically be a wash for them and that's exactly what they're doing here they're, they're they're taking their 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 shit and they're going home to 2023 that's that's everything that they're doing here i it's it's highly it's weird it's it's when you look at the top half of 2023 it's the amount of games that's impossible there's no way those games are making all those games are making a 2023 um, and, and when you look at the games, um, and we're going to go over that here in a few, on paper, this this should be fantastic because it has a lot of the stuff that we wanted to see, a lot of these games. You, you, got, you got big marquee names, uh, and you got interesting things that we were looking forward to see. And yet, Xbox seems to be incapable of putting together a good show. They have no sense of flow. It's like, oh, shit, they open the show with Redfall, and then it's um, uh, uh, Hollow Knight. And then it's a lot of nothing. Like, it brings you down. And then they do very little to bring you back up. And once they fully take you to that level where you're like, all right, fully hype, Phil Spencer's out, all these games look great, and it just falls right back down to to disappointment announcements. They have no sense of flow. It's like, look, you're going to show me game after game after game after game. That's cool. But there has to be a sense of a flow to the entire thing where it's like you have to understand what we want and what we what we don't want, you have to say what's niche and what's not niche. You have to, and they don't have any understanding of that. They they'll throw a Sea of Thieves thing out there, and it's like a whole thing for like five, like three or four minutes. It's like I don't care about this. Like there's no way that you. Oh, I got put, a lot
0: to say about that. Yeah, you
1: produce it. <laughs> I, it's it's just they're in. They they have the goods, okay? Because a lot of these games we're going to talk about, we're really high on, uh, but they don't know how to put it together. And I and I mm. and I and I just it's it sucks because when you look at all the showcases that happened within the next last uh, week and a half or so, I mean, there's been some showcases that know how to put it together, you know, the, the state of play was incredible, uh, but this and and, 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 Je- and Jeff's thing, oh my god, they're incapable of putting a good show together, they have all the parts, but they just didn't put it together correctly. so it's, it's, I'm, I'm I'm actually kind of shocked because I I before we we, we record uh, yesterday I think I asked Marco if you think we're going to be overwhelmed underwhelmed welmed. I was strictly I was strictly on the there's no way in my mind that I'm going to be anything lower than whelmed. and I might be a little underwhelmed here as to everything that they showed because it's just it was weird it's and that's I think that's the word it's weird mm. and 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 to the point of of um, the last point I'll make here. Y'all, y'all idiots really looked at those insiders and, and really thought they were out here
0: breaking news. They I unfollowed all of them for a reason, man. I'm telling you right now, all it.
1: all these Xbox podcasters, not all of them, but a lot of them, they 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 had <laughs> they had a lot of things to say. They were hyping this shit up like if it, it was gonna be the greatest showcase mm-hmm. of all time, and I. I I'm I'm anxious to hear what they gotta say now because there's no way they're gonna all that hype and everything they talked about. I'm like just wait and see. Like without giving you any kind of information, just kind of like uh, talking about like if they knew something, but obviously they didn't know because if they knew this was a the showcase, there's no way they would be hyping this up the way that they hyped it up. Uh, yeah, no. I mean this is this is definitely a disappointing disappointment because of the fact that they had the goods, they had the pieces, and no
0: idea how to put it together. And I think it's important real quick, Pablo, because uh, we have probably some first-time listeners that are going to be checking us out here. We're not a fanboy channel one way or the other, or channel, uh, podcast, sorry. Um, We're really not that type. We call it down the middle, you know, we love us some Xbox. Trust us, we do um so we're not coming at this from a a celebratory standpoint of like ha look at xbox you know embarrassing themselves like you know we're very much uh fans of xbox and a lot of what pablo is describing comes from a place of being such a fan and going what is this so yeah i I totally understand where you're coming from yeah and and when you look at the i'm on
1: twitter right now this literally just happened and it's like xbox is putting up the that um that roadmap, but shows everything that's coming out 2022 and 2023. Right. And it's like, and they put video games, and then Phil Spencer retweeted. It's like, yeah, those are all video games for sure. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. there are. But
0: they the showcase. You, you didn't do it. You yeah. didn't put those things in the right places, man. What do you got? Oh boy. Um. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Listen. Um. And and I'm not trying to be funny when I say this. Um. I I promise I'm not. Um, but when I saw this showcase, and we got kind of towards like the the end of it, I, I immediately thought about ESPN First Take. Um, so it's a it's a daily morning sports talk show on on ESPN, uh, starring Stephen A. Smith. If you're a sports fan, you probably know who I'm talking about. And one of Stephen A. Smith's shticks is he loves bagging on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he thinks it is hilarious like how the dallas cowboys fans respond when they think they have a stacked deck and they got the team of dreams and this is going to be their year and what his slogan is is when it comes to the dallas cowboys what can go wrong will go wrong (laughs) and that they are an accident waiting to happen no matter how good they're looking oh man this is going to be the year oh man but they got this they got that they just drafted this they got this coming every time and and he is that person now i'm not going to be as over the top like stephen a smith is about the cowboys but i will say this does feel really similar because it's just so baffling that despite how much xbox has in the proverbial chamber with how many studios they've uh, acquired how many games are in development how many parts are moving how many you know acquisition related things are happening that despite all of those factors we come to today we watch this showcase and despite all of those things that got us excited about the future of Xbox we had what seems like yet another prototypical mediocre to underwhelming to confusing xbox showcase where it did come with its share of bright spots but it came with a lot of lows as well a lot of missing games that mia collection that i've half joked about full effect here um and it just left me with way more questions and answers and a different perspective on what exactly is going on with the management of resources and software at Xbox. Um, This was a very, very unnerving show in that sense. And I'm not trying to put hyperbole on it, you know. It's just that this one really kind of rocked me a little bit as an Xbox fan because while I appreciate the focus of sticking to a year window of time, like I wanted, like I talked about in previous episodes of, uh, of the show, Wanting a more focused event, not wanting stuff to you know show me from 2024 and 2025. Like I'm glad they kept it focused. But in that focus, they showed that they are really not prepared um, when it comes to games. Uh, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about as we get through the games on this list. But this just feels like yet another missed opportunity to capitalize on market share, This feels like a missed opportunity to capitalize on Mindshare. This put a lot of eyes on the good, bad, and ugly of Xbox in front of millions of people today, and generally speaking, I think beyond anything, I really hope this shuts up not only to Pablo's point, insiders, but these Xbox fanboys that don't believe Xbox can bleed anymore. Um, Xbox is not perfect, guys, and... I still love them to death, and Pablo does too, and that, that, that's not going to change, but this idea that's been mounting over the last few months that this is a flawless company that is just going to build so much momentum and have so much stuff that there's just going to be no wrong they can do anymore, this event shows you they have a lot of work cut out for them. Um, I'm not going to say this is the end of the world for Xbox, but this is certainly not a good day for them, uh, and I think we'll talk more about that as we go here, but that's kind of my opening salvo. Uh, in terms of, of of overall thoughts and feelings, so yeah,
1: I I, w- I will say though I, I I wonder how much of this really is on Xbox and how much it is on the community surrounding it. Oh, with well the they're insider. sharing the blame.
0: They're yeah, sharing the blame because
1: it's like yeah. there was so much information out there that there this Xbox is going to do this and do that. Regardless of whether or not you believed it to be true, there was a sense of something that leaks into your kind of subconscious where it's like, okay, something can. You know, we might get this or that. I mean, these many
0: people can't be wrong.
1: Yeah, that whole Marcus Phoenix collection—that was a rumor for many, many, many months, and it turns out to be not only false, but according to to like the real people who know, that never existed. It was never a thing. So for me, it it, just—it's one of those things where. I think the community is almost doing a disservice to the thing that they love the most because they are trying to uh, they are trying to pit Xbox against the other companies uh, and and trying to win the war without going into battle yet and and that mm. is and that is a problem within itself. I think. Look, I I think y- when you look at everything that's happened within the video game industry, if all these games come on the next twelve months that's a win for Xbox. For sure. Like if everything that they've promised does come out in the next 12 uh, in the 12 months, that's huge. I, I would disagree I, there, but 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 we'll, I mean, we'll get to that. when you look at the games that they have coming out, like it it's it's a pretty it, it's they're pretty big games, but I just I just don't trust them because not because they're Xbox, but because they're within the game community and, and industry and, and everything that's happened with COVID and 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 just the delays up the ass in the past couple of months years. I I just they have a very thin line in terms of like success, and if mm. any of these games get delayed out of the first half of 2023, whether it be Redfall, whether it be Diablo Four, even though it's out of their hands, whether it be um, you know uh, Starfield, I mean that's gonna that's gonna hurt them more than that's going to um, help them. And then ultimately at mm. the end, I think that when you look at the games that were supposed to come out next year or things that were we thought were going to come out next year, I, I wonder if that. Also, you know, it gets, it's a whole domino effect. So we'll see exactly what happens here. I, I guess I'm a little less thinking that this is like a bad day for Xbox, but rather just kind of like it's it's over the overhyped. Not Xbox, well, Xbox did to too, but it, it, it's been the theme of this whole Summer Game Fest. overhype and under-delivering. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll talk about that right, once we get into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and and for just for extra perspective before we dive in, you know, bad day in in my verbiage does you know like I said doesn't mean bad console cycle doesn't mean uh, right. you know bad outlook. It just means this was not the best representation of Xbox. And w- what I will say in closing is there will be people that'll say Xbox could have done better. Yeah. My pushback to that is I disagree. I think this is the best Xbox can do. And hmm. that's going to get some disagreement.
1: Yeah, I, just, I cause because I would disagree with that.
0: Be, well, because... Let me explain. Because yeah. when we think about Xbox, we have to think about what the, the headlines we've heard, the games we've heard about are in, are in trouble or in a weird development space, turnover happening, first-party games getting delayed, Halo being printed on back of console boxes not coming out in 2020. Like, there yeah, yeah. is a history here that shows that you should probably start to expect some some flubs to happen. You should expect there to be some stuff that's going to kind of blow your mind and stuff that's going to blow your mind for the wrong reasons. And so if you start taking those bits, pieces, and headlines, and, and delays, and stuff, and you start compiling them and form, formulating a, a theory or a thesis or something about this company... You, you have to come into these sort of showcases expecting to get some form of that. A lot of goods, some confusing head scratchers, some bad, and you're left with what you're left yeah. with in the end. I, so I, when I say I don't think they could have done better, I think it's because the current state of how they're managing things and operating with things is not in the worst place, but it's not in the best place. And that's why I think we got kind of got this meandering show. I, I think, uh, and I don't think they could have done much better than this. So
1: I'll say, I, I think... In this structure, like the next 12 months, I guess I would agree with that. But the thing is, is I think Xbox, I think they've, they fell into the conversation too much where, okay, we have to show them that we have something within the next 12 months. We really mm-hmm. have to show that we, we, we are not going to leave them high and dry. And that hurt right. them because, you know, I would say if, if. You take like Redfall, Hollow Knight, Forza Motorsport, and you take all those big games like um, Pentiment and and, and and the Persona announcements, the Kojima is out, the Starfield announcement, and everything else in between. You, you take all that shit out and you, you you make that smaller, and then you show. St- Indiana Jones and you show a Vowed uh, in between those I- interstitials. I think that you're you're really mixing it up and really showing the future and the present. But they were so focused on what we're going to show them now, this this next twelve months, that they really, I think, I think they, I, I think these showcases really lend themselves to, you know, showing what you have and what you're going to have. I think Sony does a really good job with that stuff. So, you know, Sony's been criticized mm-hmm. in the past with like. You know, announcing a game too early, like they did with Final Fantasy VII remake and all that stuff, and, and I think that's okay because if you're gonna release a game within the next 12 months, it's cool. It, it would be good to show the the these these uh, these games that are coming later. But
0: avowed not showing up is wild. Oh, this, the the nots are crazy. There's no there was no Hellblade. That means that I don't know when we're gonna see that again. Is that 2023? Is that 2023 like is it 2024? Yeah, it's, avowed. They're, they're, yeah, I mean it, that's for it, right Hellblade. I did not even
1: think weird. about Hellblade. Avowed, and they didn't where did really. It go Yeah, yeah. That, that's, where did
0: it go? That's Man. super weird. Let's, and, and let's go and the whole thing with avowed in, being 2022 supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> Just wild. Yeah, wild. All right, man. Well, why don't we go ahead and, ju- and, and jump into this list? We have quite a few games to talk about. Let's start off, Pablo, with the first one that we saw, which was uh, Redfall. Mm-hmm. Finally got a first look at gameplay uh, with the trailer that was shown uh, to open the event. Um, Pablo, this one's interesting. Um, you know, I, I am not too surprised with what, with what I saw personally. I don't know about you, um, but I'll kind of kick things off real fast here in saying that this just kind of feels and I'm not trying to be reductive here um, but it just kind of looks like this year's Back for Blood uh, in, in so many ways for me it's it's a very quippy PVE game uh, it's got the you know the, the, the special enemies that they have a special name for there was like a blood bag enemy thing that you you know you shoot him he pops and I guess that maybe attracts enemies so in a lot of ways it kind of seems like it follows that same um, template from what I saw um, I am more curious to know uh, more about the story and if you know this whole red the Redfall being a place thing, um, and and just um how much they're going to lean into that with the game or is it going to be kind of in you know on the back end and the gameplay is going to take priority with little you know um, exchanges between people, uh, kind of like it was with Left for Dead back in the day. I, I think um, it's hard to say though. Well, I, I think the the Left for Dead stuff
1: is is I think this game is less Left for Dead than we think it is because they've already come out and they've announced that this game is a fully open world game. It's the first fully open world game for Arcane. So, right, right there in that, it, that's not really Left for Dead. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's usually going from point A to point B, point C. Uh, yeah, but but I,
0: I guess it just still feels like it to me with the. Yeah, way it I was think it has. Though.
1: I think it has those things though, like like you said, the enemy types and the quippiness within the you know within the the structure. And it, mm-hmm. it, but I think mm-hmm. that the when you look at the trailer and the way it showed, I think you can play the game solo and have like yes. AI because yes. it, it did open up that way. And, and and they made it a point to say, by myself, you know? So it, it's it kind right. of telling you how you can play the game. I, I honestly was kind of uh, worried about the game because when I saw it, I thought it looked fine. I, I, think, I thought it looked good, actually. I thought the gameplay looked cool. I think the shooting looked really nice. I think the enemy Ooh. types looked pretty dope. My, my my issue was, is this going to be a Left 4 Dead-like? Is this going to be a, a 4 player co-op kind of thing and i think it is all those things but i also with the announcement of it being a fully open world game i think it's going to be more or less like a drop and play kind of uh, online stuff like you can play you know marco could just drop into my game into my world and, and we can play uh these uh the game together i think that's kind of more or less what the game is um i think i think that the vibe of the game was just a little cringy just with with the, the quibs and all that stuff yeah. I, I think yeah I don't know if that's in-game stuff or if that's just more or less um, just for the trailer purposes. But I mean, when you look at Deathloop, even though it's not made by the same Arcane group, it's still Arcane.
0: You know, no Deathloop, Deathloop either. By the way, sorry to side note that, but no yeah, Deathloop yeah,
1: I, I, I never thought because the, 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 marketing exclusivity for that game is a year, so I don't, I don't think Xbox would be able to talk about it until it's ready to come out. It's just gonna be one of those games where it's like, oh, it's coming. But anyway, um. I, I, I would say I feel a lot better about Redfall than I did when I first saw the trailer. Uh, Obviously, because we saw more of it. I thought it looked really good. Um, Being open world, I think environmentally, I think the vibe, I think the story is interesting. Uh, Like, it could be interesting, I should say. I just wonder whether or not... um it's going to be able to, to kind of take all its ideas and execute them in a way that's, that's mm-hmm. going to be like a great kind of a game. But I don't know, man, you know, if those of you who listen to the podcast know that Marco is, is, doesn't like arcane games, he doesn't like their vibe feel, or even like kind of like the technical aspects of them. I love them mm-hmm. to death. Uh, so I am a, I'm more willing to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt based on what they do. Um, even though death for me was a big L um, I know people love that game, but I don't understand the love for that game, yeah. but uh, it's a whole different, it's a different, a team making this game. This is the this is the team that made Dishonored, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm 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 pretty excited for for the potential of this game. Though I will say that I do have my trepidations as to what the game could ultimately be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I will say I didn't really like the gameplay too much. Um, the attic gameplay at towards the beginning to me did not look good at all. The enemies were kind of clanging against the pillars. It didn't. It looked awkward. It was a weird way to show off the game in that small little space. It just did it, it it kind of accentuated some of the weird little like that 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 signature arcane like slightly sluggish sort of gameplay it, it just it looked like it had that again and I'm like I ah, just I can't. I can't get myself to be excited about that, especially if you're going to blow it up and make it open world. And now I have more corners to watch, and it's now I, I don't want to have to fight more with the gameplay or with input lag or delay, uh, rather uh, like I have in past Arcane games, just to be able to hold my own in that kind of a, of a setting. Um, but, you know, I'll keep an eye on it. But I, I was kind of lukewarm on it, to be honest. It's another PVE game. And, you know, I think those are mainly going to be based on who you're playing with. Uh, if you're playing with randoms, it's it's going to be random. And so that's my that's my concern, not just for Redfall, but all those types of games. Um, it's hard to, to find a space for them unless you have people that are uh, able to jump on with you, at least at least in my case. So, um but I, I don't mind it, though. It's not, it wasn't terrible. It was not a terrible way to start the show by any means. I, I will say that um, this is a perfect example,
1: kind of a, a, a tone setter for the rest of the show, where you have uh, this game and you, you're, 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 um, your trailer sucks. Uh, or your trailer isn't great. Because I had to read on, Beth- on the Bethesda Twitter account that this is a fully open world game. Like, that wasn't in the trailer. Like, they didn't talk... They talk almost about, like... They focus nice on the segment, on, like, the areas. <laughs> so I <laughs> yeah. thought, okay, if it focus on the areas, that means that it's probably an overview map. You click on the thing, and yeah. then that's where you play. That's what I thought. Like, kind that's of it. just like other arcade games, but being a fully open-world game. And I wanted mm. them to be very specific. I think this game needed the whole uh, kind of somebody talking you through it. Like, this mm. is the world. You can fully play this game by yourself. It's an immersive sim on its own. But the cool thing about it, it has an additional part where you can actually have people to come and play with you. I think if it works on its, I think the barometer for success for this game for me would be if, it, if I can play this game completely on my own and not feel like I'm missing out on anything. If that's if I can yeah. do that, I'm good with that, and 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 I'm I'm happy that it's a, a their first a fully open world game but if if it's like Destiny where I'm playing this and it's like I feel like I'm missing out by not playing with people that's gonna be a problem for me because I don't like those games to begin with and I think that Arcane is going about it for me the way they make games I don't think that their talent or the way they make games really lends itself to these kinds of games so I hope that this is just kind of like
0: Mm. an
1: additional thing to it but it isn't like the end all be all of the game itself
0: okay All right, man let's move on to the next game that we saw and uh, this one spoke to my soul because uh, mm-hmm. this game is none other than Hollow Knight. <laughs> uh, Silksong, uh, the, the long-awaited sequel to what many people believe is the greatest Metroidvania game ever made, and I'm one of those people, by the way, uh, Receive the new trailer. It is uh, going to be on Game Pass Pablo on day one. However, no date, no window. Uh, to my knowledge, well, was, was next provided for this yeah. at all. So yeah, next twelve months based on this show. Um, I was surprised to see it here. Um, you know, obviously there's a there's somebody on Twitter that kind of you know leaked it. It would be here, but I was expecting this to be on the Nintendo Direct uh, or something like that, or you know. But nevertheless, it's uh, it's here. New trailer And Pablo. I have to say this was the um, the moment of of truth for me with the show, in a bittersweet way because. When you follow up Redfall, the first party exclusive, and you go to Hollow Knight, which, yes, a lot of people are excited about it. A lot of people are looking forward to it. However, the second game in your showcase is Hollow Knight. That, that's what told me this might be a bit of a bummer of a showcase if we're, if we're going to Hollow Knight next. Um, it's just not the place you would expect to see this game. You know, as much as I love it, I want to, I love the fact that it got shined so early, but this was kind of a bad omen for me. Um, but I'll, you know, keeping that to the side. I think the game looked really good. Really, the good. art style is as beautiful as ever. The gameplay looks as tight as ever. Um, I cannot wait to explore that um, that world. I'm hoping somehow, some way, it's 2022. But it doesn't seem like it. They would have said 2022 if they were confident. Um, but, hey, I'm glad to see it. It looks really good, um, and uh, I am absolutely hyped to play this one for sure. I think... Um, what do you got? I think it's coming this year. Here, here's
1: here here's my kind of, like... This is my in my brain. I'm just kind of, like, thinking here. It came... When Hollow was first announced in 2019, that entire team went into, like... It went dormant. They don't even tweet anymore. And I think... When you look at probably sales figures, I think that Hollow Knight probably sold most on Switch. And so with that, they were going to focus directly on the Nintendo Switch with their sequel. But it's been like almost, what, two years, almost three years at this point where they're like, okay, now they probably have time to kind of make it for, you know, kind of optimize it for other consoles, so on and so forth. I still think that their focus is Nintendo Switch. So what I'm thinking is probably they got Hollow Knight got on the Xbox showcase because it's going to be on Game Pass. Uh, and it probably would if there's a Nintendo Direct anytime soon, I think it'll show up there and it'll show up with a, with a release date since that's where it was first announced. Now, mm. as for Hollow Knight, and, and you're kind of concerned about it coming out so early, I, I felt the same way. Um, I, I think I'm like, okay, what I saw is I'm like, they're going to treat Game Pass as if it were first party. Like, they're going to make those announcements like, oh, it's like day one l- on Game l- Pass. L- like it's a platform. Like, right. Game Pass is a platform. Yeah. That's kind of how the they're. They're kind of pushing it. Look, I, I I don't have any problem with that, obviously, because I, I'm on Game Pass. and That's going to be free for me, you know, quote-unquote free. So that's cool. Uh, but ultimately, when I saw this, I'm like, okay, so w- whatever we were expecting with the first-party stuff, we're going to see a lot of third-party stuff that's just going to be like the Game Pass, as if that was the exclusivity um, platform, which is fine, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. But... I, I'm with you on that, but as well, how the game looked, I thought the game looked really good. I, 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 don't, I got off of the first Hollow Knight. It's just it was it started off really slow for me, but it looked great. I thought the combat it's was not awesome. For you. Yeah, no. yeah, but this one looks like way more action heavy. Like it looked like it's really like maybe it was just showcasing that, but it I looked really it awesome. It looked really dope. Yeah. But yeah, I'm happy for Marco. I, I had on Twitter. Saying i saying I, I wanted this uh, for for Marco. <laughs>
0: Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I, I text Pablo, Titties! Uh, <laughs> they, was, they was tittying. Um, yeah, so then the next game they showed kind of confirmed my concern, man. Uh, we got a trailer for High on Life. Uh, console launch exclusives, or timed exclusive basically is a uh, what that means. It'll be on Game Pass Day 1 uh, from the makers of uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was. Uh, I don't have anything much to say about the game itself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it again. Where you know, you think about the sequencing of this show. You go from first party, Redfall. All right, cool way to start. Okay, Hollow Knight. All right, Indie Darling. Okay, I see you. But what's going on? And then you get to High on Life, and I'm like, Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! That, they can't do this. That they weird, can't man. do this. I I don't. I only have it on the docket just, just, just to say that I don't really care about the game at all. No, uh, but where I'm are not you at? Play.
1: But I thought it was, I thought it was like kind of like cutesy and like the whole like the, the knife saying like every time you use it, say I want to stab. It's like stab, stab. Fine. Like it's fine, you know. It's it's that that's that Rick and Morty humor. Uh, adults who watch cartoons, that, that's you guys. That's not me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that whatever. This was kind of concerning on my. Uh, okay, I really when I saw this. Uh, I was, in the next few announcements, I'm like, okay, they're just kind of getting this shit out the way. Nah, they mm. will get out the way. That's just the structure nope. of the
0: show. No, nope. because yeah, up next we this. had a, uh, a Riot Games montage of uh, of, of access uh, that you'll get for certain games in their catalog on PC Game Pass. Um, and again, I don't have anything to say about the actual you know news here. This was one of those things again in terms of sequencing, where I'm like, okay, we went from okay to concerned to more concerned, and oh god, we have already bottomed out, and we're four we're four <laughs> segments into the show. Uh, so in my brain, I'm already going, oh boy. I, I hope that the middle and end of this are gonna <laughs> come through with this. I think I, I think this is when I first texted you, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> what this. I was, um, I
1: was when this started, I was kind of hyped because I thought this was going to be these games on console, which would have been huge, like Valorant right. on console, League of, Le- yeah, League of uh, Legends. on I was like, oh, shit, they're actually doing it. And then it's just like, it's on Game Pass. I'm like, okay, cool. Aren't these a lot of these games for you to play? But whatever. I don't know anything. Um, yeah. But that, I thought <laughs> the same thing. I'm like, okay. But again,
0: oh, it, at th- this point in the show, I'm thinking they're just getting these things out the way. Right. Um, and then up next, Pablo, we had uh, a new trailer for A Plague Tale Requiem. So starting to kind of get back into my good graces a little bit at this point, um, because as I've said on the show before, I'm a big fan of the first game, A Plague Tale Innocence. Um, and Pablo recently got back and tried it again and kind of, you know, realized that, oh, it actually has something going yeah. for it. So this one looked good. It still looks really, really good to me. um uh, <laughs> The stream was so compressed that I, I I don't think it really captured how nice it looks in reality, but I am, uh, I'm still just as much looking forward to this. I think that kind of bouncing back from High on Life and Riot Games montages, maybe this wasn't the best way to do it. I would have probably swapped it with the next game we'll talk about, um, but it was still nice to see this new trailer, and I think this is one that everybody should circle on their calendars for uh, when it drops on Game Pass, but where are you at? Yeah, it looks good. I mean,
1: Mysterio looks like a killing machine now, which is pretty cool. I, I, I always thought that the first game was a little bit light on like combat content, and this looks like they've really uh, doubled down on, on on some of that. So that looks pretty cool. Um, I thought the the inclusion of this game in the show was weird to begin with, since it had already been shown a few times in other showcases. I thought that that was like them Xbox getting it out the way. We already knew it was going to be Game Pass. Um, no, no, uh, no release date, huh? Nothing on on release or or did. Yeah, because I know that, I, again, it came out, because if I'm, okay, it's in July, okay, all right, cool, so, did that? Did they show it in that trailer? I guess I missed it. When, okay, yeah. Exactly, yeah, so, I don't even think the trailer had it, honestly, because I was like, wait, they didn't show a date, but it's super weird on that, but yeah, it looks good, I mean, I, it's definitely one you circle on, on uh, like you said, on Docket, but also, you know, on Game Pass, so it's one of those things where you definitely want to jump on.
0: All right, yeah. So um, let's go ahead and jump into the next game, man. So up next, we came out with uh, some Forza Motorsport uh, announcement, man. Uh, the debut trailer yeah. of uh, the the long rumored uh, Forza Motorsport game has been shown. It looks like it doesn't have a number, uh, which likely implies it's going to be a, a live service game. Uh, had a brief little on stage presentation yeah. thing to show off some of its uh, cool sim racer stuff. Uh, including day and night cycles, weather, um, real-time damage on the cars, and all kinds of uh, stuff that would probably make a sim racing head uh, bust a nut oh, uh, all over that car. Uh, get some wet wipes. Jesus! Coming out in spring 2023, Pablo. Now, um, before we talk about the actual game, I, I, I kind of want to go on a little small side tangent here. Um, to say that I just find the dichotomy between Forza Motorsport and Forza Horizon 5 to be kind of weird because it just feels like at every stop um, Forza Horizon 5 just continues to be sort of deprioritized in some weird way. Now that's it. It was shown later on in the show, and we'll get to it in a little bit here. But I just think it's bizarre, dude. That like. Even when it came out last uh, last year, you know, Halo came out very shortly after and kind of killed the momentum of the game, and now that yeah. that game is continuing to be supported, now we have this other Forza game that's coming out that's, uh, granted, not coming out this year, but another thing in, in the way of Forza Horizon 5. So, not to say that these games can't necessarily coexist or that people can't play more than one at the same time, I just think it's weird that this game just keeps getting pushed back behind other stuff. Um, but as far as motorsport goes, I don't think it looks that bad at all. I think it looks pretty good. Uh, The ray tracing looks nice. The cars look like Really nice cars. Um, You know, not necessarily my bag. If I had to choose, I'm more of a Gran Turismo guy myself, um, despite its flaws. But it still looks really good. And I'm excited for the people who are interested in this game. Um, I I hope that they uh, do well with the live service model, if that's the the path they take. But um, I don't really have too much else in depth to say about it. But I'll I'll kick it over to you. What do you got? Yeah, I thought it was pretty
1: weird that they pretty much announced it and made it seem like... uh the same way that Forza uh, Horizon 5 uh, kind of announced their game. Where it's like, hey, here's this still looking, here's the picture, or here's like the video, it looks yeah. real, and then the, the actual <laughs> cars show up. I thought that stuff was kind of weird, uh, because this game is so much more about the cars and the sim aspects of it. Uh, Gran Turismo had their reveal before it came out, and it was like making love to them in cars, man. I thought that this was going to do the same thing. <laughs> it was going to make me uncomfortable with the, the amount of love that they were going to kind of talk about axles and wheels and manifolds and other car Not parts manifold. That, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, uh, catalytic converters, uh, Alternator love? <laughs> yeah, some alternate, love. I thought they were gonna, I thought they were gonna spend 22 minutes on, like, uh, a the distributor cap yeah, or yeah, some yeah. shit like that, you know, but no, it was kind of like, they, they tried to almost make it seem a little bit kind of like Horizon, um, uh, Well, yeah, like Forza Horizon, where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, look, this looks really pretty. And look, all that aside, the game absolutely does look pretty, and I never doubted that it will. But, you know, there's always that focus on what these games are, and the focus seemed a little bit eh, not as, like, drooling over cars as much as right. i mean they had the they had a fucking car on stage at one one year like they were oh, like all all, up, yeah. all about it <laughs> uh so yeah so it's just a little bit weird but again this is not my, my my cup of tea racing games period even arcade games are not kind of the thing that i can uh, play for too long but this is cool it's on game pass i'll try it sure but um but not, man, in,
0: not in 2022 though man
1: that Not is intense. so weird, man. I, that that's the thing that really. That's is the point of the show where I was like, okay, twenty twenty two is a wash because this game, they're good for it. Yeah. These these two these two dev teams are good for it. They're gonna come out in in the fall and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be you know high on on open critic metacritic. But nope, twenty twenty three, extremely weird. I. I, I I was I was really disappointed honestly even though I'm not a fan of, of these games I was kind of like oh really we're not going to get we're not even getting this this year I at thought Super at weird.
0: the bare minimum Forza but, yeah you know it, Gun to Head if
1: they weird. said this games goes out 2022 2023 it would have been 2022 and uh, and I would have been dead <laughs> you've would been dead I would have been dead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man! Well, I was dead inside with the next game that was shown at the event, uh, Microsoft Ugh. Flight Simulator. You wanted it, guys. It's back. Um, oh the uh, the the game is here. We have we we're getting expansion content for the 40th anniversary of the show. Um, my God, guys, this is uh, this is um, it's strange to see it in this spot. It is so strange yeah. to see it in this spot again. Sequencing is key here in in thinking about all of this, and I don't have a problem with the fact that this game exists. I don't have a problem uh, with the fact that this game showed up, you know, uh, on the show. But again, you know, the placement. Uh, and how limp the opening uh, act of this show started. This was just a I, weird one for me. Period. Despite, I got a problem. Despite the, despite the Halo crossover, I guess that's kind of uh, it's cool. I guess, but okay, this one just oh, you don't nice fly movie. in Halo. Who
1: gives a fuck? Yeah, Look. I have a problem with this being on the show because it is one of those things it's a 40th anniversary expansion content. Like, it's not even, like, specifically DLC. It's just more or less like, hey, these are some more items celebrating our 40th year of of, of, of Flight Simulator. Has it really been 40 years? That's crazy. But anyway, I, I, I don't... I, this is problematic for me. This is when the show really started to take that turn, where it's like, they're showing this shit? Like, why? Another reason why the pacing is so weird. Like, you, you get Forza Motorsport... Not a huge fan, but that's a pretty big first-party title for for Xbox. And then you slap behind that add-on content for uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. What the fuck are we doing
0: here, man? Yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Again, I don't have anything against the game. It's just this is not the place for it at all. Um, But I will tell you what was. Uh, Overwatch 2, man. Overwatch 2's new trailer drops. We find out that the rumors are true. It is, in fact, a free-to-play game. Uh, that will be coming out in October as early access on all platforms. Now, Pablo, this one's weird for me because I, you know, I think this does, you know, it, it's not that I'm shocked that it's on multi-platform, uh, a multi-platform game. I, I'm not bothered by that per se. I just think that when you think about the totality of the show and what we talk about later on, and you think back on this, as exciting as it is to to have Overwatch in any capacity this year. Um, which I'm really hyped about. I think it does kind of detract a little bit from the showcase portion of it because of the fact that it's not something that is strictly for Xbox. And that is one of the biggest questions we had coming into this is like, we know you're going to have games to show, but what do you have that is straight up from you and only available on Xbox? And I think this is um, one of the biggest announcements of the show. It just kind of comes with that caveat is, is that it's for everybody. Um, but besides that I I think it's great that we're going to get this game I'm a little worried about the early access nature of this and the free-to-play stuff that we are hopefully not going to see with like you know going really crazy with microtransactions and having a million different in-game currencies or crap like that but uh, otherwise you know I'm in Uh, it's Overwatch 2 it's one of the greatest you know um, multiplayer shooter franchises ever I'm, I'm all the way in. let's do it what do you got
1: yeah, this for me, this totally hinges on kind of like what kind of free to play is it? I hope it is just cosmetic based because that this makes a lot of sense to me for the fact for it to be free to play. What well, wouldn't it make sense to me if they do pay to win shit, like you know uh, an extra slot here, which I, I I'm thinking about it and really thinking uh, about the integrity of the game itself and and, and being that this is a esports game, there's no way that they're going to do that. I mean, there's there's could be a way sure, but I mean I, I just feel like. It would really mess with the integrity of the game itself, but you know, anytime anything is free to play, I'm very nervous about it. But I am glad that they're not making me pay 60 dollars, and then because I know I'm gonna shut off some money for this stuff. You know, if it catches me like the first game did, mm. um, you know, all the stuff that we know about it is interesting. I, I think that a lot of the the, the conversations behind the game uh, about it being a lot of the same stuff. You know, I guess it's a valid thing to to, to kind of be critical of, though there's been changes to a lot of the heroes. It's not 6v6 anymore, it's 5v5. So there are some changes there. I think for fans like us, I think we'll notice those changes more than others. So I'm excited for this. A great surprise. They did hint at 2023 as a release date. Uh, I'm sure that the game itself will come out fully Next year with that PVE uh, thing that they were hyping up, uh, even though there is a mode here that looks like it's PVE, but I don't yeah. think that's like the the mode that they they're were hyping up. But um, I, I'm excited for this man. We love uh, uh, we love Overwatch and you know, Overwatch Two being on 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 not the game pass but on Xbox uh, showcase. You know it, it it makes sense for me. It, it they're going to own it eventually, and I think it's a pretty cool get for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, yeah, I mean, I was kind of riding the high of Overwatch 2 and and seeing October show up on my screen, and and I I totally kind of went numb for the next game, which was uh, ADA or ADA, uh, I'm not sure, History Untold. Um, New strategy game revealed, uh, apparently there's going to be some kind of insider program for it, but um, honestly, dude, this is a blur in my brain, I don't even remember looking at this this trailer, because I was still kind of buzzing off the Overwatch thing, so... Um, this is one of those shoulder shrugging, cool, I guess, kind of things, but, um, nothing yeah. that I'm super passionate about at all. Um, I guess the studio has a you know, kind of a, a, I guess a, a lineage of, of, making good strategy games from what I know, but mm-hmm. this is way That's out of my wheelhouse up, yeah. to speak on. So I, I, I can't say much about it, but, uh, any thoughts on your end?
1: No, I mean, I don't, I don't even think I saw a lot of this cause, uh, I had my groceries delivered right when this, uh, came <laughs> on. So I was kind of putting those away. Uh, so it was perfect timing.
0: Yeah. All right, well then, uh, now, this is when it was supposed to get exciting. This is when we saw our boy Pete Hines from Bethesda hit the stage. <laughs> Pete! Get excited, get hyped. And we think, here we go. Here's the Bethesda barrage of, of stuff. And he starts off with, uh, well, he starts off with the Elder Scrolls Online. High Isle expansion is launching on Xbox next week and uh pablo my heart (laughs) it broke it it broke it it broke did it it's dead um this was a this was a bummer to see them start off with this you know um i know the elder scrolls has a following uh the elder scrolls online that is has a following and people like it and it's great and it's fun and it's all the things but again did this need to be here and to me, the answer was a definitive no, and so I, I absolutely just, not. Just scratching my head on this one, man. What do you think? Yeah, we could. And we're all over to the next one as well. Fallout seventy six is the, the next sim- that they. Oh, did you want a re- Did you want a remake of Fallout Three, Pablo? Did you want a new Vegas remake? Yes, please. In Unreal Engine five, like the insiders said, no. All oh, them insiders, they knew what they were talking about. You just get more for you, uh, Not for So you get more Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six expeditions, the pit. Expansion drops Dude, in September. Excellent. This is excellent. Stuff. This is like the perfect setup to bring
1: out the next big thing. Oh, because yeah. Pete Hines on stage. Hey, listen, let's get the shit. Let's get let's get this
0: bullshit get over. Get the with. MMOs yeah. out of the way. Yeah, let's go. New
1: expansion coming. Yeah, we're still so supporting Fallout seventy six. The Pit exp- expansion. Oh, yeah. go. Have fun. But here we go. The next big thing. He he walked the like you see he walked the fuck mm-hmm. off the stage. He, he was done. He had to go. He got in the car. He I left it running. I don't understand what <laughs> that on Drive was ghost riding and he he <laughs> ghost the whip uh, into the into the showcase and, and ran right after the car afterwards. Listen, I I, I don't I want I want it to be a fly on the wall of that planning where it's like and then we're going to have Pete Hines talk about uh, TSO and Fallout 76. And that's it. And people go, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, right, right, right. I was like, why? <laughs> like, who, who's th- who is this for? Like, I, I I know people who are who are huge fans of, of of Elder Scrolls Online, but I don't think that they would be particularly, I don't know, if they were watching an Xbox Showcase to be like, oh, they're expecting this. I'm sure they'd be happily surprised. But this yeah. isn't like this didn't feel like the place for these things because he comes out and then. And he, end, he ends, his mic drop moment was like, hey, later we're going to talk about Starfield. And then walks away. It's like, that was his, like, drop the mic moment. Like, he we're supposed to get excited like for
0: it, it. Ridiculous, <sighs> ridiculous. Man, it, it, you know, it's like you said, I'm like, okay, oh, here we go. Wolfenstein 3, baby. Here we go. Quake, oh, man. Doom, let's go. And he took Let's Go seriously. He thought he, it was time, okay, it's time to go. <laughs> My time is done now uh Yo, and it keeps saying let's go so i guess we got to wrap it up before i could collect my feelings all of a sudden i see forza horizon 5 on the screen with hot wheels and at this point <laughs> and I, I hate to do like i said i don't want to do like a blow by blow of my emotions here but i'm still like in my in my like wait with that oh you're done you left oh, yeah you you, you you went home now pete had to go home he had to pick up his kids i don't know what he did I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Hot Wheels. I'm looking at these loop de Loop tracks, and I'm thinking, <laughs> what? But what just happened, though? So, I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you know, as far as Forza Horizon 5, I, I won't repeat much of what I said the first time around when I talked about it in the uh, motorsport portion. But I will say it's like, okay, that looks cool. It's, you know, it's Hot Wheels. That's fine. It has a, you know, it's, it looks fun. But, you know, just, again, the placement of this – Right after the gut punch of, oh, that's actually all we have for Bethesda side of things. So enjoy the rest of the show until we talk about Starfield. Like, what?
1: And once again, thank you, Microsoft, for $7.5 billion. It, See you later. Dude,
0: it's, it's, looking, it's looking crazy. And to build this event, okay, we'll get Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase. And you came with the two things we already knew about and and two things we're already sick of hearing about. Like, come on, bro. Anyways, nah, Forza Horizon Five, yeah, it looks cool. Uh, again, I, I wish it wasn't getting overshadowed like it has. Um, and but also, this, this, and this is placement not, was was no exception.
1: Yeah, this place is this, again. Look, this is a tweet. Hot Wheels add on. That's a tweet, man. Yeah, like I don't get, yeah. I don't get any of this. I don't get any of this. It's 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 for me. This is. I mean, I don't think the show recovered from here, honestly. No, but, man. It, yeah.
0: it, it, it certainly didn't get better with the next game, Arc nope. Two. If you missed, if you missed Vin Diesel, guys, well, don't worry, he's here. He's here, yep. and he's he's grunting his way into your heart with a single player trailer for the sequel to ARC that's coming out in 2023 as a timed exclusive and for Xbox. Pablo, what what's going on? A single player
1: on? mode of the part two of an MMO or of a survival, whatever this shit is, man. I don't know, man. I again, they showed this a couple of years ago, if not last year. People thought this was ridiculous. And then they sh- double down again, and you know I guess they gotta get their money's worth because I'm sure those Vin Diesel grunts ain't cheap, boy. Mm. I'm sure ten grand uh, to pop. Uh, yeah, it gotta be something because I mean, my God, I mean, listen, I, I don't understand this. I don't, want, I, I don't understand the last four or five announcements that they they've done at this point, and it's pretty disappointing. Um, they have to show art 2 again like so ridiculous man I don't
0: have nothing to say I'm getting mad bro they're, they're getting paid they must be getting paid with the marketing deal to show this in back to back showcases last year and this year like the, the the agreement's gotta be wild for this to happen it's a, I think it's a fundamental
1: misunderstanding about how people feel <laughs> About Vin Diesel, like uh, Vin Diesel, generally speaking, is 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 a meme machine. No, right. pe- people don't really take him as serious. Like it's like, oh, if Vin Diesel's in this, it's gonna be good. No, every time you see Vin Diesel, all everybody says is "family" or "I am group That's it. Like, that's like the the basis <laughs> yeah. of like the, the Vin Diesel, um, what what he contributes to the uh, to, to to the to the world and pop culture. In, and in yet the bad press the, the, that
0: he's gotten too, like the Rock feud and all that stuff. Yeah,
1: like, the, the, him being a creative. Like, freak and like literally kicking out the the rock from and, and the director of the fast, uh, fast, the, the, the 10th fast and furious movie. Like, he has like a reputation for being not really easy to work with, and yet they showed him out like they were showing like, like, uh, George Clooney on top of a dinosaur. Like, guess who it is again, baby? <laughs> Ryan Gosling. No, it's, it's, it's Vin Diesel. Oh we got, God,
0: ridiculous. Man. It's terrible. It's terrible. And, uh, and then we get to the next game. And this one Pablo I'm going to let you have this one this one is your this one's your favorite this is this one's your punching bag this is your this is your I mean, game look, Scorn, it, I, October 20th
1: It's my punching it's my nut bag cuz this game looks like just penises it's just like <laughs> it's just phallic as hell everything everything I mean, happening phallic. in this game is just dick based like this guy had a whole ass dog dick coming out his stomach what like kind of this d- <laughs> He got a dog dick coming out of his stomach, man, his belly This button guy was, was shooting a the, gun.
0: That guy's belly button was getting the business, man.
1: <laughs> he was getting all up in his guts. He was shooting a gun like a dick at a monster that looked like like had like nine dicks on his head. It was just dicks. On, like the other trailers showed, like you know, like shit dripping from pee holes. Oh, there was less drippage oh in this game. So, you know, some somebody was taking penicillin uh, going from that uh, trailer to this one. Not penicillin. I look, I. I I don't, I don't know what Scorn is. I, 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 it's a first-person horror game, sure, but like this trailer did nothing to show what it, what t- it actually is. Yeah, that's true. And it's coming out October twenty-first, and Xbox is really talking about this game quite often, and, you know, showcasing it every every moment that they possibly can. And it's one of those things where they do this all the time, and the game comes out, and it's like a head scratcher. Like it's what the fuck. And I feel like this is one of those games, but oh, the only difference is they got. Jicks everywhere. <laughs> just fucking dick the game. Well, the, this this the game should we call be called AF. The
0: studio's very confident that it, they and they when they when they dropped this trailer, they slapped their dick on the table with this one. Man, they said this is. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how to feel about this one. I all jokes aside, I this one just looks weird and, and, and kind of you know fantasy and slightly gothic and just uh, a lot of obscure. Uh, extremities. I'll just say that uh, in play. It's here. a and gothic. I, it's just, none of it. None of it feels interesting to me at all. It feels like a great value. Uh, like hey, we didn't have a vowed at the show, but we have this, and this feels it's- a vowdy, right, guys? It's gothic. It's gothic cock art. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is syphilis. The goth cock. Civilist, the game um let's move on to the next game i'm gonna get my next
1: tattoo i want to get it in the in the in the vein in the style of of, of goth cock.
0: all right i don't even want to hear t- you talk- I, i'm thinking
1: about goth cock. i don't want to hear you talking
0: that. about veins either at this point after all you've been saying <laughs> uh let's let's move on to flintlock the siege of dawn pablo trailer coming out uh the game's coming out early 2023 uh this one didn't do much for me to be honest with you uh it just kind of um you know, I don't know whether it was because of the, the the journey we had been on so far with the show, but this one just didn't. And you know, I don't have anything against it; it just didn't click for me. Uh, it just seemed yeah, like an I, okay game.
1: I thought this looked pretty awesome. Um, it it, it kind of looked like a um, like a Souls like, but with a lot more fast uh, action packed. It kind of almost felt like the an- like the answer to um, what's that game coming out for PlayStation? No, why do you do uh, this, bro? <laughs> the game in the can- end of the year, uh, <laughs> Forspoken. Uh, sure you know it kind of had like a little bit of that like fast action the type of thing it didn't look as good as The Force Woken did but um, it looked a little rough. Yeah, man, I, I thought this was mm-hmm. a cool these are the kind of show games that would be really cool in the showcase if it wasn't sandwiched between uh, Cock Art uh, fucking arc, oh. and Forza <laughs> expansion packs and, 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 and a whole bunch of uh, bullshit you know um, but there's no bigger bullshit than the next game's coming up
0: yeah no nah, this one boy Mo Yang flashes across the screen I die inside. Pablo has a has an emotional reaction himself. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. From the makers of Minecraft comes an original game, brand new game, and it's just another Minecraft game. <laughs> it's like wait, wait a minute, the, but not the, just like not just vibe, like by name too. Yeah, Minecraft Legends debut trailer coming out 2023. Whatever, uh, Pablo, why, why do. Who wants to play if you're a Minecraft nut, right? If you could choose between playing Minecraft or playing some weird spin-off game that just looks like a different thing to do in Minecraft that you can probably do in the real Minecraft, I think you'd probably want to just play Minecraft. I don't know. I'm yeah. I, I'm silly like that. That's just the way my brain works, but how are you feeling about this, dude?
1: I mean, nobody I've never heard anybody talk about Minecraft it's like I love the combat in Minecraft. Nobody said that. Everybody's like I've built the fucking Hogwarts on, yeah, yeah, on Minecraft. Yeah. Like, you know, the, I, I've made my own city in the sky in, in Minecraft. Not, I've made my own turn-based RPG using the assets of Minecraft and then taking every, the building aspects and making them non-existent to the point where this just looks like a game in the Minecraft world. Look, they did this last year or the year before with a dungeon. is a like Minecraft Dungeons I think it's called. It's like a dungeon crawler type thing. Don't get it. Didn't get that. Don't get this. Um, and I also don't get, it's kind of the theme of the show, why this is
0: on the goddamn uh, showcase. Like, I still don't get it, dude. I mean, look, I know Minecraft has a lot of equity to it. I get it. It's Minecraft. Yeah. It's, it's one of the biggest games ever. I understand it from that perspective, but it, like, I don't like when they try to sell you on the Minecraft universe and, and, and then you get these games that are like spinoff titles and it, this just looks like they saw Dragon Quest Builders or something like that and go, we can do we could do that and we could charge 60 bucks or 70 bucks or put it on game pass. And it's like, all right, man, this is not, this does not make sense. This is to me, I guess uh, to me, it's a redundancy in my opinion. And if you're going to be, if if you're going to be, if you're going to build this as an original game from the makers of Minecraft, how about it? Not be Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Don't build it like that. That's insane. This is about as sensible as putting ray tracing in Minecraft. Remember when that was a thing? And it's like, Really, the game yeah. about blocks. You want ray tracing in that? Cool. Okay, fine, fine. So I just feel like Microsoft and then, and then doesn't they, know what to do with this brand at all anymore. No, they really don't. Or or maybe that.
1: Or maybe they 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 do, and we don't know what we're talking maybe, about. I but regardless know. of that, I don't understand the obsession, not just with Minecraft, but with 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 Xbox putting these little games these games that are not the, the big budget triple a whatever right. that we're looking for on their on their on their once a year showcase it's 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 a theme right. that makes no sense i think they were more obsessed with filling up that graphic with all these games than they are with actually de- delivering a show that was competent
0: yeah yeah and, and um and and this is kind of where it gets into to me at least kind of the one of the lowest lows of the show I think this stretch coming up here, counting counting Minecraft. We get to Lightyear Frontier. Uh, this looks kind of like a weird No Man's Sky meets, hey, we saw Bastion from Overwatch, and he has a little bird that likes him. Why don't we make a game that's really cute like that and, and call it a thing? I don't understand the premise of this. Again, I don't understand why it's here. I don't mind that it exists. I mind that it exists in, in, in the Super Bowl of uh, Xbox's uh, year, <laughs> and, and we're seeing it now. Um, I don't have an opinion on this one. I think it's okay, fine. I'm glad it's it's there. It might be interesting. It'll be on Game Pass, so I'll try it, I guess. But I don't. I didn't see anything compelling about it, and I don't know why it was here. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it, it, to use your analogy,
1: it's like you're watching the Super Bowl commercials, and like a banded commercial comes on. It's like <laughs> I am stuck. Um <laughs> band it's like what? It's it, it does it doesn't belong here. All right, this doesn't belong here. And that's, I think that's like the, the, um, our theme, the theme of the show for us, what right. we wanted to see, what we were expecting. We weren't, if they would have asked me, hey, you think we're going to see, uh, expansions for fallout 76 uh you know uh for high aisle for uh elder scrolls online forza five if they would ask
0: no absolutely not they're not gonna there's no way they utter the words fallout 76 i would have said tuesday on the tuesday event maybe they'll show it then. right right save it for later it's not important right now so devote that extra minute or two or whatever to more gameplay footage or something else or whatever but don't do this don't do this
1: and it's then they so follow weird. it up it's with so weird.
0: "Gunfire Reborn," uh, just some another kind of boilerplate-looking, roguelike. like
1: I don't even remember this. This it's is am like trying I, to
0: this, this, this looked like a game that I'm like, okay, I would. That looks like a game that Jeff Keighley would get. You know, like it's it's one of those like throwaway games that just looked like, oh, yeah. the trailer started off like it looked really like, the trailer looked kind of like low budget and poorly put together. It was perfect for a Jeff Keighley event. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why is it here though oh because it's on game pass and they want to really sell the game pass thing up cool october's when it's coming out it's a console uh launch exclusive i think yeah uh, i don't know for sure but whatever it, it to me again we're just kind of getting into this territory now where it's like oh my god what are we doing here and my brain was like already getting into like oh man this is a bomb i don't even know if what they do at the end can save this but i still tried to hold out hope then we got the next game on the list. The last case of Benedict Fox. I don't know if we ever got to the first one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I thought this looked um, fucking fire, though. I I didn't hate it. Um, but, you know, it's coming out next year in spring. It's on Game Pass. Trailer looked pretty pretty decent, but... Pr- I, again, I think at this point for me i I think it um, I was just the problem is, is that
1: xbox is actually doing a disservice to this game that looks so good. i thought i I was really impressed with it because they sandwiched it between a whole bunch of nothing, and then they have this and then the next thing that's coming up, which you know whatever uh it's just it, it's sandwiched between nothingness in my opinion, like games that really shouldn't be here. At all, this game yeah. would have been a great standout in, in the in the showcase. Like, um, did you see the trailer for the Plucky Squire? Yes, like that looked really cool. That looked awesome. Like this, this looks awesome too. But. You know, in that showcase, there was only like four or five games they showed, and that stand out stood out. This would have stood out if they would have show, you know, condensed the show and showed really good stuff. This would have uh, stood out. But the fact that, it, again, you between, see, when this when this when this uh, came on, I was I rolled my eyes because I'm like, oh, another one of these. But then it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, this does look awesome. But it's just I'm so sick right. of seeing things like this that I, I
0: it, it's just frustrating, really. Yeah, people have to understand at this point. You know, as we keep talking about like why it's here, why is it here, why is it here? I think part of it is because at this point in the show, there were still questions that were left unanswered about Xbox first-party stuff. Like, what is coming out this year? Like, what do we, like, what is that looking like? And all we got were kind of non-answers. We we're not going to answer that yet. But here's some other stuff. And so much of that in excess, and back to back to back to back, just kind of started to it it it. It started adding up after a while, and I think that's where you know I'm, I'm at least coming from with this. Where even though some of the stuff we saw wasn't outright terrible, um, it did get to a point where it was like getting a bit comical in a sense of like, all right, it this isn't what I need to know right now. You still have to talk talk to me about this game, that game. Are we going to see this? Is that going to be here? And we're almost done with the show. We're two yeah. we're, we're two thirds of the way through at this point. The you know? rumor so was now you that- start watching the clock, like, uh oh. The rumors
1: that all twenty three or twenty four studios turned in something to Xbox for them to show, and you're telling me that that's true, and Xbox decided, you know what, we're just going to brush some of these off and show Gunfire Reborn.
0: Yeah. What?
1: Nah. Come that's on. not it making doesn't. sense.
0: I'm sorry. Nah. No. That don't make no sense. Something happened. Yeah.
1: So I got. I want to. I want to know what happened. I. I guess I know what happened. They. They. Xbox heard. Pay attention way too much to the conversations, and they decided to. So hyper focus on the next 12 months, and in order to fill time, they probably had all these games that they knew were coming out on Game Pass already with deals, and they, they put them in the, in the showcase just, to, mm-hmm. just so they can have quantity over quality in terms of numbers, you know? Again, to yeah. fill that graphic that they have. That's, that's what happened here.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. Uh, that leads us to the uh, next game on the list, As Dusk Falls. Get a new trailer for this one. It's coming out pretty soon, in July uh, 19th, to be exact. Um, interesting art uh, art style seems to have uh, a pretty you know uh, personal story. Lip
1: syncing um, is way off on this one.
0: It is looking a little bit on the rough side from <laughs> no, the sinking stamp, <laughs> 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 but uh, you know the static imagery and all that is 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 part of its its aesthetic. Obviously, we're, we're kind of being you know silly there, but no, um, you know this one's a curious one for me. It uh, is it just it, it's so different that it just makes me kind of lean forward in my chair a little bit and go, huh, yeah, this is a this is a strange game. Um, I'm actually curious about this one. Me I don't, too. I don't, I don't. I didn't hate this one at all. Um, I don't know how much of a game game we're looking at here. Uh, versus just kind of an interactive novel kind of experience, yeah, I think it'll but, uh, it 'll probably be something
1: close to like a like like i 'm playing right now um the quarry where it 's pretty much kind of like uh, it 's not static imagery but y- you are picking things and just standing there more than you are doing things and that but i 'm okay as yeah. long as the story they 're promising prest- prestige t v levels of writing, which you know okay that's that 's pretty cool to me i mean. Prestige yeah. TV is awesome. So, I mean, that, that would be really cool if they can actually pull that off. So, you know, yeah,
0: it looks good. It looks interesting. One.
1: Like you said, the art style and, and kind of like the mechanic of the game itself is so different that it really stands out. Again, another game that I think really would belong in, in a showcase like this, along with the last case of Benedict, uh, Benedict Fox, if it wasn't just
0: jammed in between shit, you know, like the next <laughs> game coming up now. <laughs> I know I was waiting for this one. Naraka Blade Point, <laughs> you guys, right? This is what you want. This is what you need, baby. <laughs> um, tra- trailer for this game comes out. I think it's a Royale or something, isn't it? It, it is like a Royale, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, they're making more of those, you guys. Uh, coming out in June, uh, so very soon here. Uh, you know, a little over a week and a, half, I think about a week and a half. Um, I don't know what they wanted me to feel here, man. I, I, again, I'm just... I hate beating a dead horse, but this one just... Um, Kind of went over my head about you know what why why is it why is it here? Um, I don't <laughs> I don't have an opinion. It's just bizarre uh, that I'm looking at that on the showcase that's supposed to be Xbox's big breakout moment. Um, it's one. How of, do you feel?
1: Yeah, I think it's one of those uh, games that are. It's like kind of like um, uh, kind of like uh, man, I'm blanking out on the game that came out this year that
0: uh, Remedy had. Vampire.
1: No, Remedy did the whole kind of uh, single player for.
0: Oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, yeah, Crossfire X. Yeah,
1: Crossfire X is like big in China or <laughs> in, in Korea. This is like a big game in China. Apparently, it's like a it's like a action adventure battle royale, uh, and it's kind of having the same kind of track where it's like it's a battle royale, and they're developing a single player portion for it as well, which is all comes out next year. I mean, next uh, week. Uh, I I I think that this is one of those announcements that are again mind blowing and baffling as to why this game is here and it mm. and it got like a guy like like a 2 minute trailer or something like it's like they're really showing this game out and it's like nobody cares like i don't i don't i don't know and, and i'm pretty connected to video games like obviously we do a podcast i'm on you know twitter all the time and i'm reading articles all the time i've never heard of this game you know i've never even heard of uh, uh, whispers of this game uh, you know it, it's just so weird again another weird a fucking stuffing, like, like like uh stat stuffing, like, you know, oh, another game yeah. on Game Pass. It just feels really weird to me that they, they made this announcement here.
0: Yeah, again, it just screamed like, oh, they got paid good to show this game off right here. It didn't feel earnest to me, like this is what you really intentionally wanted you to show uh, fans. Like this is almost either like a marketing thing or like you're talking more to investors at this point than you are us. Yeah. Uh, look at us, you know, capturing this market. You know, like that. That's kind of how this sort of feels to me now that you kind of provided that context. But uh, yeah, I, this is weird to me. Um, Pablo, I don't know how we're gonna feel about this. One. We didn't really talk about this uh, offline yet, but um, Pentiment mm-hmm. is the next game that was shown. Uh, debut trailer uh, for it um, coming out November of this year. So hey, we got one. We got we got our we got an exclusive coming out this year. Uh, this is Obsidian's game. Um Pablo, I got to be honest with you. This was maybe one of the most disappointing games of the show for me personally. Uh when I saw this uh when they first started showing the game, I thought oh, this is like a cool indie game maybe. It looks look, kind of looks like Card Shark. I don't know, maybe it's just recency bias. It looked a little like that. Yeah. And then I find out, oh, this is Pentiment. <laughs> like wait, wait. This is Pentiment? Yeah. And I I don't know if I just expected more um because it's obsidian um and it's so it's okay that this game is maybe a smaller t- uh, title maybe less ambitious but i guess this just wasn't what i was hoping for i don't know how to say it better than that right now how do you yeah
1: feel? so th- this game's been um Rumor for a while, but it's always been rumored to be a, I think, a very small team. I think twelve people, maybe, making this game, or something like that. But it's it's headed by uh, Jack Sawyer, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it, it's you know, when it comes to the kind of like these RPGs type games, like he highly regarded as one of the you know one of the greats in that in that aspect. Um, I was looking forward to this because I because of all those things, the pedigree behind the studio itself and the talent behind uh, the game is 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 encouraging. Um, I kind of thought it was gonna look something like this because they, they, they really were talking, hinting at that this kind of art style. Um, it's Disco Elysium meets this kind of era of you know in terms of like uh, setting. Um, I think games like Disco Elysium have proven that games like this could be successful if done right. Um, you know, it's all about the writing. It's all about the execution of that writing. Um, so with that said, I I, I think that this isn't. I think this game has been put into a weird position, an unfair position, to fill a void in November. And and, and I think that over time since uh, Starfield has been delayed, a lot has been put on the back of Pentiment and, 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 and it being shown and it being uh, and it delivering uh, an RPG experience. I, I don't think this game is massive. It's a massive release on any scale. Uh, I am excited for it, but now it's filling that weird void of Starfield because it's coming out in November. It's super right. weird. It's right. unfair to the team. And honestly, this game has been in development for a little while now, and it's always been a... Very small project, kind of like uh, Overgrown. has been a very small project of people, No, not, not many high expectations, just something that this person wanted to do. And because he is who he is, they gave him the leeway to do that within that company. But now I think, uh, to your disappointment, I think that that makes a lot of sense because they're putting a lot on this game. And yes, I don't think are. that this game is here to deliver that kind of... RPG esque experience that you're waiting for. And unfortunately, this is like probably one of the only. Um, releases that are coming out this year—that's first party—and a th- lot's gonna be. When this game comes out, I'll tell you right now, it's probably gonna be reviewed well. But Twitter is gonna be like, "This is your first person. Uh, this is your first party game of the year. You guys gotta be embarrassed. This looks like uh, a okay, mobile game again.
0: They're from they're from Louisiana. Again. Hey man, you
1: know see how- that that map? <laughs> you you see that map? That map showed like the whole south is PlayStation fans, man. Oh, it's bad, it's anyway, so but. But I I I I I am very excited for this game. Um cuz I I I think it's going to be I think it sh- it should be good. Uh, you know, I I'm I'm open I'm open to 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 being successful. But ultimately at the end of the day, I think it is is being put in, a, in an awkward position to, to to succeed and be the uh standing alone first party game of Xbox, which is highly unfair. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. I, I'm looking forward to it. I,
0: I can't wait for it. All right. All right, man, well, let's keep it rolling here. Up next, if you are concerned about Pentiment going it alone this year, don't worry, because Overgrown 1.0 is going to be ready, Pablo, uh, and it will be dropping in September of this year. Stats, the trailer for that has been shown. Um, man, this was another cringe moment for me. Um, I, I know that some people do like Overgrown uh, a fair bit um, when it was in whatever early access beta e kind of thing or whatever, um but again we're getting to the last third of the show at this point in the event and this ain't what i'm looking for this is not what i want to see right now um and so although it makes sense for it to kind of be back to back with pentiment um because of the developer i just thought this was not the time to look at this this video game um but hey it's coming out this year and i guess it's full release glory um, but I personally don't really have much of an interest in in this uh, game or its premise personally. So that's where I'm at. Uh, any yeah, thoughts on I, your side? Yeah. What the fuck is it doing on the showcase?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, I man. Don't know. Stat stuffing, stat stuffing, just so they could fill that damn fucking graphic. Moving on.
0: Yeah. Up next, we have I- Iriban Shadow Legacy. Uh, gets a trailer. Uh, this one was kind of an interesting one. It looked a little, you know, it had a little ninja vibe going on. Um, I didn't hate it too much. I just didn't know what to make of it uh, all the way. Uh, but it's coming out in 2023. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, I think the gameplay looks uh, you know, like it has a neat little hook to it uh, in some ways, but this didn't really, again, scream, um, you know, well, you know, mind-blowing uh, by any stretch. But it looks cool. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll probably give it a shot. I didn't have anything against it, though. I thought it was pretty neat.
1: Yeah, it, it looks like a... And I, and it's up your alley because it, it looks like a full-on self game, so right, yeah, It, yeah, it had a little
0: a, a little a Tenchu flavor to it, uh, in some, yeah, yeah. In some kind I of think way. they're
1: calling it a cyber self game. Yeah, this looks really dope. Mm-hmm. I I thought I, I saw this and I'm like, oh, this looks really interesting. I really yeah, it's not bad. It's yeah. not bad at all. Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, moving on, we get to a big banger. Uh, we get to Diablo big Four, banger. new trailer, gameplay shown, uh, coming out next year, multi-platform. Um, man, this looked incredible. I can't lie. Uh, man, I know that crazy. Diablo Immortals is kind of, you know, eating it right now uh, out there in the wild, but uh, 4 looks good, and hopefully it will, um, it will make up for the stench of the mobile game right now and how that's been shaping up so far. Um, but looks great. It looks next-gen as hell. Uh, the gameplay looks super fun. The classes look really good. Um, I have really no complaints about this at all. Um, it is a little bit of that asterisk because it's available on all platforms, um, so it's not quite the Xbox banger for Xbox. But it's, and it's good also to see that it's good, and it's also <laughs> you know? not quite like
1: fully next gen because I think it comes out for a PS4 and Xbox One as well. Oh, that's
0: right. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. But it, I but mean, it, to look- me, it I guess what I'm saying. I guess from that point of view, like going from the last game to this game, I do feel like Dude, there's a pretty big big leap. This there.
1: game looked. I'm not a Diablo fan, but this game looked crazy. I was like, I was seeing this guy. I was like, oh my gosh! And it, and that obviously, Diablo. I open world. I guess that's a big deal for, for for this. I'm sure, right? I don't. The other games weren't open world. I'm assuming, um, since they kind of talked about this, like, oh, it's, it's they uh, yeah, like semi-open. Open, open. I guess they were. Yeah. They were spacious. They're spacious. <laughs> well, this being a, a open world kind of RPG, full on. This looks fantastic. The only complaint I saw about this online were by, by a bunch of nerds saying no paladin class I don't okay, know what that go, means go. but, go to bed. but uh, shut up nerd. Uh, but no, I, I uh, this is awesome. This is a huge get. I, as a matter of fact, on my pr- prediction show, I think I kind of predicted this to come out. Uh, a, a, and I, I said, why not? I mean, it's they're about to own mm. this bitch. Why not? I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I was surprised to see it here. I'm not going to lie. I, I thought for sure this is going to be 2024. I'm, I'm still not too sold on it coming out on time. Uh, yeah but
1: again this is the next 12 months so even if it gets gets delayed it being delayed to 2024 would be like what the fuck they've been working on this game for a really really long time so um, so. I'm excited for this Um, and and, you know because Immortals is getting you know raked through the coals because of its uh, because of its like uh, microtransactions but everybody who actually talks about the game itself they said that the game is solid as fuck Uh, but Mm -hmm. unfortunately it's marred by all those microtransactions so you know the, the people behind the Diablo games, they know what they're doing. Uh, and so it looks like even a non-Diablo fan, because I love the Lord, um, is uh, <laughs> it got me like uh, this. This like it, I almost was like, is this my game of the show? Because it might be, because like, it looked fantastic.
0: Got you. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see it. But the roller coaster continues with this conference, because up next, Sea <laughs> <C laughs> of Z's gets a season 7 trailer <laughs> and all they did was they sang their their ugly little hearts out in that in that ship and just how man how do you go out of your way to to, to break your momentum like this you've been eating <laughs> you've been eating yeah. balls all, at, all all show long and you finally get Diablo out there and they are just they're killing it, and you follow that up with Sea of Thieves, Pablo. This one, this is where I die. I died laughing. I said, "Oh my God, they they just cannot get out of their own way." This is where the whole Dallas Cowboys context came up because they will figure out a way to undo their own momentum with something like. I get Sea of Thieves has got. It's been around for a while. It's got a lot of legs to it. People like it, but now, now, right now. And right now, like, at this point in the sh- dog, you, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah,
1: because it's like they, I thought. Here we go—the last half hour of the show. They're about to go off, and I still thought if they, even if they go off, they could save the show at this point. At least you know, make me forget all that other
0: shit. And they did not. They they did not do nah, that, man. No. And we get Ravenlock, Pablo. I, I genuinely don't remember this game. I am not trying to funny. What you might want to skin? look
1: at this game looks cool as shit. Um
0: Ugh, I don't remember this one for some reason. It's like, it. uh, you It's go like, first,
1: though. It's like the uh, the people who made Echo Generation that came out last year um it's a really cool little, like, action uh, adventure game. Like, uh, it, it's you're this little girl who gets, like, sucked into the mirror. And then you're, like, in oh, this, I remember this Alice okay, in yeah. Wonderland-esque looking yeah, kind of. yeah. it, it looks really cool. Uh, Echo Generation is a game that people really liked in terms of, like, the art style and how it played. But this is, like... That was, like, their mm-hmm. turn-based or kind of RPG, I think it was. And this is, like, their action RPG of sorts. And it looks... Really, really, really charming, really cool. It's just, unfortunately, again, a game that falls into that entire kind of... Um, that whole entire uh, vibe of just being sandwiched between bullshit, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really... um I guess it wasn't super remarkable for me, um, but I didn't I didn't have anything uh, you know fundamentally against it uh, at this point. Yeah. I think at this stage of the game with the show, yeah, I man. kind of I washed my hands of the fact that it was gonna you know be a good show. I knew it was coming to a close soon, and at this point, it was like, all right, let me just take things for what they are, get over the fact that the show is kind of not clicking the way it's supposed to, and we'll go from there. And this one will look cool. Um, this same now does the same hold true for the next game, Pablo Cocoon? uh from the makers of limbo and inside um gets announced and shown at this event 2023 new trailer how did this one strike you actually what did you feel about this one i just
1: felt as different from limbo and like it felt different from what limbo and inside is i mean the the damn trailer opens up with the with the main character coming out of a, a vagina
0: it's just like a straight it's been, up... It's been, it's been mad sexual, this whole showcase. Was yeah, like,
1: like, it's, it's, like I'm not even trying to be facetious here. That looked like a straight up vajayjay opening up and just <laughs> depositing the main character onto flat on his face. Like, alright, go and live. Which I'm sure is, 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 the, is, the, uh, is the point of it, right? Um, all this game made me do is think, this game looks fine, I'm sure it looked... It kind of reminded me of um, Below. Which ended up not being great. Um, but all that this game did is made me feel <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, I've been thinking of bad nicknames for this one and scorn. I think if you're a fan of scorn you you get to be called a scorn star. And <laughs> if you like if you like cocoon, you like that cocoon tang. <laughs> man, why are I'm you the sorry, way you guys. are, bro? I'll this man, I'm
1: talking games game. and this man's over here like thinking about this dumb <laughs> shit. I love it. Um, all this game made me do, really, is think of one game and wonder where the fuck it is. Where is Somerville?
0: Yeah, it's a good question, actually.
1: This is the second... The other half of the people who made uh, Limbo and Inside, this is the other, the Jump Ship studio that they left this studio to do this, and Somerville looks way more like Limbo and Inside than than Cocoon yeah. looks like Limbo and Inside. Yeah. I... I, I, I I don't know. I I I like the vibe of those games, Limbo and Inside, and this just kind of like when you start off like from the creators of these two things, I have a certain expectation, and I saw this and I'm like, ah, I don't know. It looks of, it looks of quality. It just didn't really do much for me.
0: Yeah, what turned me off is it looks like it's and I it's actually being called a puzzle adventure game. Oh, uh, and I'm not a big oh. puzzle guy myself. Pa- pass. Yeah, no no yeah. I, I can't do that i it, it looks uh, i like some of the art style i like some of the way it looks um but i'm not a big puzzle fan myself and if that's the that's predominantly what this game is built around that i don't think there's anything there for, yeah. for me but to the, get into. where the yeah. fuck is somerville man i don't know dude that should it's, that would have that
1: should have been here that should have yeah, really been here it's a 2022 game they said they said i guess it's not coming out in the next 12 months I don't know. I guess. Unless they're, they're saving this... They're, uh, unless they're saving some interesting things for Tuesday's uh, uh, showcase, which I, I, that could be the case.
0: I hope so, but I, I, at I'm, this I, point, I don't
1: know. I thought this was ready to go, so I, I'm thinking Tuesday showcase is going to talk about the game a little bit and like maybe shadow
0: drop it. I don't know. They, I think it's time to stop hoping <laughs> for yeah, anything Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: no you're right. Um, you're absolutely correct. Um
0: yeah. it's super weird that that Yeah, weird. let's let's uh let's round out the last few here. We have Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. it's a trailer uh, announced and is coming out in early 2023. Um yeah, this one uh is interesting. I think this is Team Ninja if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? it's Team Ninja. Uh and Koei Tecmo. Um This looks awesome. This could be a wild card kind of game. Uh you know, it was it was position towards the end and i don't know if that's supposed to tell me that this is a bigger deal than i thought it was but um you know if if it has some interesting kind of premise to it that's that's looking cool then that's fine um i thought this was neo almost the entire trailer until the title card came up really um so yeah i I don't know if i was just mis misreading it or something but it looked like that to me Um, i thought it was
1: a ninja gaiden sequel or something because because oh, yeah, no. no, no, the way no. yeah. uh, the main character looked and they just dropped the Ninja Gaiden games on um, on Game Pass uh, I thought this is what they were doing I thought this looked awesome as hell I think it was positioned here maybe because it's a big deal or maybe because it was like the entry point into the Japanese section of, of the of the of, of the showcase where the, this one Phil came out and started talking that's about that's a good point yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Team Ninja Koi Tecmo is like you know the, the well-known great relationship with xbox in the past so it makes sense for them to open it up here
0: now speaking of the japanese um you know market uh phil spencer finally hits the stage we see him oh snap it's phil all right here we go all right grand finale um so he keeps the momentum going as you said with the japanese market by announcing that persona 3 4 and 5 royal will be coming to xbox uh via game pass starting with uh, persona 5 royal in um 2022 this year um to me pablo this is a great announcement um this is a great uh this is a big deal for uh xbox fans to have access to uh such a great series so i'm I'm really happy for the community uh for getting their hands on this one this is a these are really really special games and five is one of my favorite of all time so i'm not at all mad about this um i uh i I don't have much negative to say here to be honest I mean, I think this is. I think this is great.
1: I, I, I'm I'm more excited for, um, because there's people who are out there who are saying, uh, that four G- golden is their favorite, uh, and so I'm I'm kind of like looking it forward is to. It's very good. Yeah, it I'm looking really forward good. to play four. Uh, I'm looking forward to maybe, maybe one day finishing five. I mean, I, I always, get, I and it's not like I play like twenty minutes or even twenty hours. I, I listen. My last playthrough of Persona Five, I was at sixty-five
0: hours like i, I, I get can't through. stand you though that's why i, can't Listen, you. You I do just that fall off and then of I them think i don't know but finish it
1: but three three i think three portable i don't can you even play three on a playstation four or five right now i don't think you can i don't I, even think you could play I don't, a, I don't think you can play persona four on, on a playstation uh five no, that's or only been Vita a switch and
0: PC. yeah Vita. so that's a
1: pretty that's pretty big. Uh, I'm sure that these will also come out for PlayStation eventually and even switch. I mean, the relationship is there, but I don't know, man, the the relationship between Xbox, Atlas, Sega has been pretty, pretty like, uh, it's, it's out there, you know? So this, this could be them testing some more waters here. Yeah. Um, I hope this means that persona six just for the sake of, of, of Xbox fans is, is also coming to Xbox day one as well. So that'd be pretty dope.
0: Yeah. And I will say at this point, I was thinking it's either going to be Atlas or square. I thought this is either where we're going to see Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, which was rumored to happen, or we're going to see Atlas. And I guess we got Atlas, which I think is probably better for Xbox in the long run than than. No, but the, the way that we're showing with fucking uh, Final Fantasy, fuck, See of Thieves and shit. If they had
1: Seven Remake here, they would show it. Unless it's unless because I just realized this. Square has the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy 7
0: mm-hmm.
1: showcase. The only problem is that showcase is only 10 minutes long. Yeah. So, I, I, I thought maybe they're going to show part 2 of 7, eight, but I don't think that's what I think they're probably going to talk about the legacy of 7 and then announce probably it coming on Xbox. Not necessarily Game Pass, but on Xbox. Because that would make mm. sense for me. I, pe- people understand when this game first announced uh, it was a limited um, exclusivity. It, that didn't mean it was coming on Xbox. In fact, uh, from everything I've seen, it was never even planned on Xbox, so that's why it takes like two or three years for you to try to get it on Xbox. So I think we'll eventually see it on Xbox here, but it, it was weird that it wasn't here. But Persona is is this is the way to go, man?
0: That's the yeah, way to go here. Yeah, for sure. Happy happy for everybody uh, on the Xbox side to get a piece of that. Uh, then gets towards the finale, and all of a sudden, uh, Phil, you know, has has his little one more thing before Starfield moment, and all of a sudden, here comes Hideo Hojima. <laughs> hey, da- cause you knew like the subtitles below what he was saying were that was totally inaccurate. He said, hey, zaddy uh, yeah, first. The the, yeah, it, the translation was off. Um, and then he talked about his he's he's making a game on uh, an Xbox and it's going to be very different. The power of the cloud and a unique experience. And and then bye. Yeah. And then bye. So no game title. Nothing. Nothing. The rumors about it being called overdose. Nothing to acknowledge that. Just we're we're working together. Bye. So about what did you think? I, I thought this was th- I thought
1: this was what was going to happen like weeks ago, even months ago. I think might have been Jeff Grubb said that the plan was to get ho- uh, uh, Hideo you Kojima as a Hideo Kojima on the show and just to not be on like video conference call or whatever and just kind of say, "Hey, we're working on this game," and show nothing about it. The problem is that very recently the apparent game itself leaked or the name of the, uh, uh, leaked. So, and the way that it was being described, it was like somebody saw a trailer. So I don't know if that insider was just misled, but whatever it is, um, it looks like it's possibly really far away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, um, you know, this was just bizarre because this is the second to last thing you're going to show. And we didn't even get a name, we didn't get a title, we didn't get, we didn't get anything. We got Kojima's face on screen saying we're, we're doing something and that's, that's that. Um, th- to me that was just a very, uh, it was the worst possible way you can announce a partnership like that in my personal opinion. It just, it just felt so sterile and disconnected and dis- d- just detached from what they were trying to go for with that relationship. It didn't feel right. Um, now, the game itself, who knows what it'll be, how it'll look, how it'll play. I would have liked to have seen something, but man, we ain't getting nothing. Um, so, it's just a bummer. It is yeah, just I wonder, one of the next bummers in the long line of bummers in this show.
1: I wonder that's a Kojima thing, because I, if I'm not mistaken, when Kojima Studio First was made... I think they did something similar to PlayStation where they didn't show anything, but said, Hey, we're going to be working on PlayStation on a new IP that I'm making. So I wonder if yeah. just Kojima being stingy with, with, with this shit. Cause he's like a tinker uh, to the, up to the 10th degree. But, um, I wonder if that's what that is, but I, I think that this would have been okay. If the entire showcase was bangers after bangers after banger. like, Hey, by the way, you know, Kojima, he's working with us on this game. Uh, we got something coming anyway. Um, uh, You know, let's on to the next thing. But because it was marred with so much fucking missteps that this just felt like another one.
0: Pablo, we're here now. We're here. It's finally here. Starfield is here. Todd Howard puts on his musty brown leather jacket, (laughs) steps on stage, stank it, and decides it's time to finally lift the veil on Starfield's gameplay with a uh, presentation to uh, give an overview of the gameplay, a brief bit about the storyline and premise, some character creation, and an idea into the scope of the game. Now, Pablo, I think you know this is probably the most we talked about offline before we recorded, um, and I think we're in somewhat different spaces uh, overall with this game, so... I have uh, quite a bit of notes to share here, but I, would, I I guess I'll kick it over to you first and, and get your, your temperature check of what this game uh, was like for you and how it hit you. I mean, um, I it, it hit me pretty good. I mean, I, I was expecting
1: um, less than this since it wasn't coming out anytime soon, or it wasn't coming out this year, but I, 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 I liked everything I saw. I thought that... You know the, the 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 shooting looked really solid, looked really good. I think that the environmentally it looked it, it looked interesting, like space wise. Um, I I think that um, the the character creation, all that stuff that I saw, and think that looked awesome. And, and and the fact that it's like you know a thousand planets that you can explore. I'm sure that a lot of that shit is filler bullshit, but you know it's a pretty massive game at this point. And I and I, I everything I saw. I was all about I, I thought i was actually i was a lot more impressed than i thought i would be with visually the way the game looks um you know i, I watched it twice uh the first time I was pretty much like enamored with the whole thing um i will say though at that second viewing i know marco had brought up some concerns with optimization Th- there are some issues there with with optimization um you know I, I guess that's why the game is delayed you know uh because of that um i think this showed a lot of like in-game uh, cinematic so it would make sense for it to show out of 30 frames and it's not really kind of like uh, benefiting anything at the 60 frames uh if you're just going to show like conversation p- parts but the shooting looked good but i will say that there was th- it, it, it didn't look like it didn't look perfect to me it did look next generation though I, I would say i don't i couldn't see this game like running on an xbox one uh even with the time to develop Sure, it looked kind of rough. Not rough, but it didn't look great right now. Uh, so I don't know if it could rain on, a, on, a, on an Xbox One uh, or Xbox One, uh, X, Xbox One X. But it, it looks really good, man. I'm really excited for it. Um, a little bumble they didn't talk about the story too much. Uh, all the stuff I expected, base building, all that stuff that they kind of did with Fallout 4, I expected that to be the case here, uh, and it showed up. Um, but I, overall, man, I, I, I honestly just don't have any reason not to trust uh them honestly i mean with fallout 4 being fantastic i know 76 is a problem for some it's bad but you know that's you know that's a misstep in a long line of great games that they've released uh the issue has always been the jank the bethesda jank and i think we come to a point here to understand that's not acceptable anymore um and so i guess they did right by um uh by delaying it i would say that for me um a lot is riding on this game and so i hope that they use this time to really fully optimize it it, it if it is 30 frames that it's like unfathomable like uns like it is locked there's no way of going but we'll see what happens maybe we'll have some kind of options for 60 that that would suffer on the on the resolution part of it but i really liked i, I liked a lot of what i saw i'm really looking forward to to more hopefully talk about it a little bit more uh but I, it, it for me, it was a win. That that was a great way to close the show. Uh, unfortunately, it's just it, it, it's a great close to a, a pretty, uh, subpar show.
0: Yeah, I think we're we're definitely in two different headspaces here. So let me kind of I, I sort of broke this down by you know uh, sections here when it comes to the game itself. But I want to start by saying this. Um, this game was a lot more. Bland and lacking in charm than I was Expecting Um, There is a There is a vibe to this game from what we saw That just feels Very muted Empty and Desolate And it's hard to say what's intentional Versus what's not intentional But I really really felt like there There is There's just not that I don't know what I'm looking for here In terms of a word or a descriptor But there was just something missing from this, th- this game in my opinion. And I walked away from this feeling the same as I felt when I saw Anthem, like th- it, this, doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look right. And I think that's kind of the way that if I had to generalize my takeaway, that that's where I'm landing right now. And I think the first stop in that, that feeling is with visuals. Um, this is a very muted-looking game. There's not a lot of color palette here. It's very muted. There's a weird, blurry, uh, you know, kind of overcoat to this, this, this game. There's a brown filter with, like, the, the, the dark areas of the game don't look dark. They look kind of like a light brown and gray. Uh, so there's a lot of weird effects that are happening here that aren't really looking good to me. Um, there's very bad texture work here. Uh, the planets looked not very good at all. The, the, the locations where NPCs are at did not look very uh, bustling, or like there was actually things to do in that, in that location. There was texture flickering. Um, the frame rate. Now, it did look like the, the, they were trying to run this in a 30 FPS mode, but the problem was there was frame rate dips. Uh, and I was really not sure if it was because of the stream uh, or just compression, kind of, you know, making my eyes see things that weren't there, but there were some definite frame rate drops, and I did see a little bit of weird texture loading happening in real time, too. Uh, and, and so, you know, environmentally, I was just very, very underwhelmed with what I saw. It didn't you- look awe-inspiring to me. I didn't look excited. I didn't feel excited to explore any of that. It just looked like generic space stuff, uh, frankly.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, we are different in different spots. But let me ask you one question here. Do you think a lot of your issues of the game can be fixed with optimization or is it more or is it far more of a vibe that you're getting that it's not what you thought it would be or
0: or it's not really like speaking to you? This game is going to be the sum of its parts, right? So I think I think they can tackle one problem, but I think it probably bleeds into another. Um, you know, and and I and I say that because it all depends on what they're what they're shooting for. If they want something that feels detached and desolate and and empty to really show the the vastness of space or something like that. If that's what they're going for then I guess they're achieving that and then that's fine in terms of artistic vision, but if they if their goal was to get me excited to explore, excited to see what's around the corner, there was just not enough there in terms of, of environmental um, you know, excitement for me to get me to want to do that. And Then you get to the characters and it's like we're, we're back in the dead eye syndrome again with these npcs like that looked bad i'm sorry it looked like that looked like it was barely a notch above what we saw from the outer worlds from obsidian a couple years ago um and i just found that to be really really off-putting it was the typical bethesda zoom in real close and see their you know their, their, from from the chest up and just this awkward you know lip-syncing it, it was it was the lip-syncing was fine it just nothing looked natural it looked very robotic to me and it just was a very immersion breaking thing to see that lady talking in that room then we get to combat um i thought the third person stuff looked bad um, the aiming looked bad. It looked like it was one of those optional things that Fallout does where it lets you do it, but it's not the best way to play it. And I think they showed it off like that, and it looks the exact same to me in that sense. The movement didn't look the best. The first-person shooter shooting looked hard to aim. There was a few, a few seconds when they were aiming at somebody where the gun was shooting like over to the side next to the enemy before they finally like corrected the aim and hit the, the target. It just looked like, oh, no. Is this more Bethesda jank, as you had said? Then we get to the the, the resource mining and scanning, and, and that was one of the first things they showed to the gameplay, and that was immediately No Man's Sky vibes for me. I was like, oh no, don't tell me we got to do that. Don't please make sure that is not a mandatory component of playing this game where i have to laser these rocks to collect a resource to craft this and have some you know bloated crafting system to deal with like that really worries me because that's going to slow the pace down it's going to make this game very micromanagerial very inventory focused in a way that's not Gonna keep the flow of the game feeling good, so I'm really worried yeah, I, about that.
1: I I, I would say that, I, that crafting was in um, was in Fallout 4, but all that was about base building, and base building wasn't necessarily yeah, like was, a yeah. must. So I'm guessing that's what right. th- that that's gonna gonna be. And I will say before I forget. We are so far apart in the shooting. I thought the shooting looked great. I, I, I really thought it looked really improved on, on previous uh, games. And I thought the, 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 the gun itself, I thought maybe it's stat-based thing, but I thought it, was, I thought it looked good. I, but I, I, did, I didn't like the UI, the, the, the health bar over the... the yeah. That looked bad. Um, hopefully you can turn that off.
0: Yeah. Space combat to me uh, looked really sluggish, looked really slow. Um, the, the explosions didn't distract me from that. It looked like it was a very like hulking ship that you're just kind of slowly turning to target a, you know, another ship. It, did, it didn't feel very exciting to look at for me. And I think a lot of this, this footage was framed in a way to do things very slowly. There wasn't a lot of like frenetic action, and I feel like that might have been because of, of optimization, to be honest <laughs> Could be, with you. could be, yeah. So uh, the whole thing looked slow and gray and muted and, and just uh, lacking charm or, or personality. Um, the scope looks ambitious. I Don't get me wrong. It looks like they're doing a lot, but at what cost is my concern at this point? Because, yeah, yeah, that planet, you can go there. And we had one of those Todd Howard moments there towards the very end. Um, But at what cost? If you're sacrificing uh, a visual fidelity, if you're sacrificing art style, if you're sacrificing um, having a more compact but more in-depth game uh, just to wow us with scope, that's a big worry for me. Yeah. Um, I, there's not things that... I, I don't hate everything. I thought the character creation looked cool. I thought I thought that stuff looked really in-depth. But I'm very, very concerned about this game, Pablo. I, yeah, I, I, I really walked away more worried than confident. Yeah, I mean, I can't I, lie. a lot of those things that you mentioned... I mean, you
1: know, I, I think that, you know, you... You know, to each their own. Like uh, we said off the thing, uh, you know... I, I I thought that the space combat did look a little slow. But then again, I... I think they were just trying to be also cinematic with it, like, showing, like, uh, the, the, the scope of it and all that. And then, again, in terms of, like, the scope of the game, I, this game has been developed for seven years. Uh, so whether or not, um, you know, there's a cost to the ambition of, in terms of the scope of the game itself, I think that... With the seven-year window that it's had to develop, plus another one that they're going to have, I think that that I think that they're, they're, there's going to be a lot of room for that. I think that the scope of it, and I think that the grandioseness of the game itself, I think it's going to do a lot to to, to kind of uh, kind of add to the package, like you said, like it's some of of all its parts. It's I, I it has to be uh, at this point because seven years in uh, and and them building it the way it is, and then Xbox. I mean, I, I would say. Honestly, if this game was in dire straits, I think Xbox would almost just ship it out in November for it to die. Uh, but the fact they're giving it some time, you know, I I, I I'm still confident in it. I, I didn't see anything in there that would that would Give me too much posture of concern, uh, but you know I think your, your points are valid. I think you know you have you've, you've played a lot of these games like me, and I think you, you can you can really point out. Like, I'm sure people are like yeah, but is, how could he tell all those things just from seeing a video? I mean, we've played these games before. We know how they they look and move, and we've seen certain aspects, and you can pick out little things from that. So I, 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 I yeah, I, I'm waiting to see what happens here. Um, will will that will I be shocked and 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 incredibly like? You, would, would I be shocked if this game comes out and it's like, not great? Like you know, it's like as good as Fallout 4, but nothing better than that. No, not really. But I, I, I think there's room there to to kind of give them, for me at least, to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um. Uh, so yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess to me, I you know, to your point, to me that doesn't look like a game that that's been in development for seven years. I guess that just doesn't strike me as that kind of game. Uh, I mean, if it's been it's been I've, developed I'm for almost never a root decade, against this game, yeah. I want it to be great. I really do, but it's, it, that to me was just the, the most, I don't know, there just wasn't a lot to really grab onto and go, I, I really want to explore those people, the worlds, the, the, the conflict. Like That just felt like, go out and do this space stuff over here, and it, that to me just didn't feel like a good way to present the game, and it might all just be because of the way it was presented. This is Todd Howard we're talking about. I'm not a big fan of his. I've made that clear in past episodes. Maybe this is another case of Todd Howard talking about this game in a way that is not best for the game. And if we get it in real life and play it ourselves, we'll say, oh, I don't know why he said it was like this, this and that when it's like that, that and this. And and we can come up with our own conclusions when we get the game. But to me, there was just a, a very weird uh, undercurrent all throughout this well, presentation that really weirded me out. I, so. I, I will say at the end there, he did say,
1: ultimately, the game itself can be played anyway. Like, it's up to you as to how you play it. So I, that's, that's kind of where I'm taking all the, like, uh, inventory stuff mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like it, 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 that will be probably most likely optional. Um, real quick yeah. here, um, Team Ninja announces that Wu-Lang Fallen Dynasty is actually an exclusive text box uh
0: so okay it just it's pretty cool 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 that's a nice get mm-hmm. all right all right man so i think uh we've gotten through a very very long list of games here we got to drop a grade on this thing though man so based on everything dude i'll kick it over to you first yeah. give me a letter grade for this show and why yeah for me based off uh
1: based off the things that we did see like Redfall, um hollow knight Plague Tale, <laughs> Forza, uh, uh, what else here? The um, Pentiment, you know, and 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 the Persona stuff, the the Ravenlock, Starfield, all that stuff. I I think. Just kind of looking at the list of games that this showed, and obviously Overwatch 2 uh, and Diablo Four. I gave this. I'm giving this a C minus, just based on the uh, on those parts. I think that the show itself is lacking in many ways. But I think uh, going back to the list here and seeing everything that we saw today, um, playing these games if we get to play them in the next twelve months, it's a, it, it was it's an ambitious kind of thing that they're doing here. It was a risky um, a risky way to build the show that ultimately I don't think works. It's best of its advantage. The way the show was talked about, I was expecting A plus shit, uh, but it's a C minus for me. It, it's a C minus, borderline D plus, honestly. Uh, but I think that those games, specifically with my love um, for the way that Starfield looked and Persona and, and all that shit that I mentioned, I think this is really, really. Uh, it's like the it's a C minus D plus kind of thing territory.
0: Yeah, um, you uh, kind of. Uh, accidentally snitched on my, my rating there. I gave it a D plus myself, man. I, I, um, oh, I thought, you know, honestly, listen. I look at here at the document,
1: I thought that said D minus.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I got D plus on this, man. I, listen, I know that it could be easy to hear us talk the way we've talked for the last, you know, almost two hours and say, oh, man, what an insufferable group of guys, <laughs> you know, but, I think that there's validity behind the critiques and complaints about this showcase. Uh, like we said at the top of the show, and I'll say it again here, I'm not saying that I think Xbox is doomed and it's a rap on them and R.I.P. Xbox. I'm not going to pander to that crowd of fanboyism, but it is okay to say that they fumbled the bag, and I think that's exactly what happened here in my personal opinion. Um, there were a handful of bright spots, but if you told me that this show was only going to ha- have a handful of bright spots... Um, I would tell you that is not the kind of show that Xbox can afford to have. Uh, When you have taken the entire year off up to this point and you finally wake up, you finally step into 2022 and you show us you don't really have a lot going on in 2022. That is very unfortunate for me. Um, When I look at the list of games on our docket here, I broke them down by year. The only games we have to look forward to in 2022 from Xbox as an Xbox first party title is Overwatch 2, which is already multi-platform, Pentiment, which is November, and Overgrown, which has already been out in beta or early access form. That's it for this year. That's a wrap. That's all. Now, that's, you know, yes, there's a, a lot of third party games coming to Game Pass between now and uh, this time next year. But from a first party standpoint, that is an L in every sense of the word. 2023 it's looking brighter with redfall forza minecraft legends if you like it diablo 4 ravenlock cocoon and starfield but at the same time you know it's another waiting game for xbox it's another thank you for buying our console now please wait patiently for us to hit our stride in a couple years and to me that's just unfortunate and this show was a really really disappointing admission of that without having to say it directly in my personal opinion um this is the best they could do this is the best xbox could do because of who they are and how they are uh for better or for worse and i hope that um they take the feedback in stride because there's a lot of mixed reactions in the internet already today um and that I, they look in the mirror a i don't bit think this and make some choices I don't, about how they go forward like this in the future Yeah, i don't think this is very mixed i think it's pretty negative honestly um I'm being generous, I guess, because I know there's people that are satisfied with some of the games, hey. that, you know, like Persona and stuff. Was, those, are, those are big deals to some people. But, yeah, I mean, you're probably right. Overall, it's, prob- it's probably negative mostly. So I so. I think
1: this is the last year for Xbox in which they're not getting a pass, but we're not going to say it's the end of Xbox or that they're in big trouble. Uh, this is the last year we can say that about this. But next year... You know, it's going to be huge for them with the 2023 first-party games, like you said. Uh, but th- that's something that they have to keep going. Like, we can't have 2023 yeah. be all these games and then 2024 nothing or all these delays. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think 2023 is going to be the biggest year for Xbox uh, because I'm pretty sure that even uh, Hell, uh, Hellblade 2 is coming out next year uh, and other games that they haven't mentioned. But is this is the last year I think that we can be like, we see the showcase and be like, all right, cool. um, you can't do this again. Like, you yeah, can't have, you can't have one, let's call it, as it's one true first party exclusive with Pentiment, which wasn't supposed to be the case coming out in 2022. That's just, that's just bananas. And I know Game Pass is huge, I think Game Pass is is, is, is gonna kind of cover a lot of the warts here uh, with, well, you can play all these games on, cool, i get that. But at the end of the day, um, for, exclusives still matter and if you're buying all these studios and you spend all this money, you got to see the fruits of that uh, uh, of that because right now we're not seeing it, and that's problematic going forward. So we'll yeah, see and it's happens.
0: been like this since 2020. Yeah, by the end of 2020, it's it's been too long. It's been too long. Yeah, and they get, and they
1: had the uptick in 2021 with Halo and, and Forza, but then they fall right back into this. That's that's yeah. the issue. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's the thing. It's the Xbox roller coaster, and it's just exhausting sometimes. Yep. But Hey, it is what it is, and I guess, or it was what it was, and now we just kind of see how things shake out into next year, and hopefully, these games coming out next year will deliver on the hype. But I'm, I'm definitely walking away with some concerns about some of those games for sure. Uh, but that's gonna wrap up the Xbox showcase. Uh, we also wanted to cover briefly, yeah, briefly, uh, the Summer Game Fest. Uh, some quick hits there, uh, Pablo. We didn't. We're not gonna talk about all the games that they showed there, because honestly, that was a, that was not the best event either. Um, but we had some highlights, uh, one of which was The Last of Us Part 1, uh, which is the remake of the original game from the PS3 and PS4 era. Uh, debut trailer shown, it was leaked ahead of the show, which was which was pretty unfortunate for Jeff Keighley and, and crew. Uh, but coming out this year in September, uh, coming to PS5 and PC only, no PS4 game here, as an interesting little caveat. Um, I thought this looked amazing. Uh, we found out later that Factions was going to be a separate title that become a bigger project than what they had initially scoped uh, and will be standalone. So that is an interesting update as well. But how are you feeling about this news, about not only the remake, but the Factions 2 uh, tidbits that we learned as well?
1: I wish we saw more of, 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 um, of Factions and of the show. I mean, I, I think... Honestly, and, and I'll be honest. I think that the Last of Us remake is great. It looks awesome. I can't wait to play it. One of the best games of all time. If they're gonna, re- if they want to remake this game every ten years, I'm here for it. Go do that. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I, it's a great game. I, I think more great games should to do this. Whatever. I, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any way in any in any showcase going forward that a remake of a great game should close the show up. And the way he did it was a package of things, which is cool, but we saw, if this was, Last of Us Remake, a a teaser trailer for the show, and then you showed something for Factions too, like, that would have been fucking great. That's a great end. That's the way to, that's the way to, but it's like, they should literally show you concept art, (laughs) and and then they show you a still photo of the set, uh, of the show, and then they got Troy Baker, just wouldn't shut up. Like, it was a, it was a bland ending even though within that was a fucking great piece of work with with, with, mm-hmm. with the with with the thing. And it, it, the whole show. I mean, look, I got a text message from this shit. I I, I think my mom got a phone. I think Jeff called my mom and told her to tune in. Like I, that that's how that's much that's how much hype there was behind this show. And your mama put that mouth <laughs> down on that table and
0: said, Who who's th- who who's who off? Who's he off? Who is off? Man? <laughs>
1: Look, it, it was just one of those crazy things, and it, it, to finish the show with a remake, regardless of uh, of the quality of it, yeah. it was just it was kind of not good, not good at all. Uh, but yeah, but other than that, I thought a lot of people complaining about a remake of a game that's almost nine is only nine years old. Oh, I mean, yeah, who no. cares, man? Here's wow. the thing: just don't play it. Just don't play it. The seventy-dollar pr- $70 price tag—I don't care about that. In that, I—that's the price. It's a barrier of entry to video games now. Could they probably charge less? Uh, sure, but w- if they charge seventy, will people buy it? Yeah, they're a business. At the end of the day, they're not going to leave money on the table just to satisfy y- your concerns about pricing. It, it just—that's not the way this works, you know. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say like and plus you gotta factor in they're exposing The Last of Us to a whole new audience with the HBO series, which is gonna obviously create more traffic back to the video games right and so if you're creating traffic to the video games and people want to start from the first game it is probably best to not start with a ps3 game that turned into a ps4 game yeah you probably want to see this game in its best possible form if you're uh sony and 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 naughty dog and obviously hbo so it, it behooves them to do to make this move there's a lot of other parts and pieces as to why this exists than just because well they felt like making a remake there's a lot of eyes that are going to be on this franchise after this uh, show comes out and if it's good which for all intents and purposes it looks like it's probably going to be a good hit it's got a lot of budget for sure but you know it's all about making sure that you're representing this ip in the best possible way and if you're sony or if you're a fan of this franchise for that matter you should be happy that they care enough to keep this game at its peak quality at all times, they're not just going to let this game rot and be old but, and, and get ugly. And not you know only, what I mean?
1: yeah, not only that, people go, well, "This is a waste of resources and talent." No, it's not because you remake this game. People are buying it. This is money going right back into Naughty Dog, in which they not going to turn around and make better games and, and make more exactly. games. This it, is what Jim said. Yeah, it's about it's about making that money. For, it's about making money. Period. It's not about satisfying. People want their favorite devs to make the games they want, and then they want not, they, they want them to do nothing in the way of them making money. Like, what are you guys talking about at, at that point? Yeah, it's enough. Man. Yeah, it isn't what it is. I, I would love every game to be $5. Just give a game every $5, but it's, <laughs> that's not the way this works. The price of entry is $70 going oh. forward, and there's going to be a lot of good. games... That are just going to be if that if It's price.
0: okay for Resident Evil 4 to get a remake and for the original Resident Evil to get a remake six years after the first one came out. Like, why is the goalpost moving now? Yeah. Why is this the one that you guys finally you want to single out this game and say, well, hey, this is redundant? Okay, first of all, the comparisons between the two versions of the game immediately debunked that. Night and day difference. Sorry. I don't know. Your nostalgia obviously had you seeing a game in your brain that was not reality. Those games looked old. They look good because of the art style and, and Naughty Dog has a certain savvy, but it in you know, it was time to give a facelift to an all time great game and, and this is the best way to do it. Yeah. If you want it, buy it. If you don't and you you love that PS four remaster like you say you do on the internet, then keep it. Yeah. And just play that. Uh, also, no one's got a gun to your head here. Also so I right. think
1: I think they've confirmed that the D L C the that they have for that game is also included in the
0: remake. So it is. Um, yeah. They're fully, they're fully remaking their, the DLC, which was extremely good. I, w- um, I wonder, so, yeah.
1: I, I wonder, this is just kind of side uh, thought here. I wonder if they're going to implement that into the game instead of it making two separate things that'd be pretty cool like a flashback
0: and it just be that it'd be but, nice yeah, yeah it'd be cool if they just make it one it flows right into yeah. the to the main game that'd be kind of dope actually that's a good idea yeah um, but anyway but yeah we'll see more hopefully more about it will be shown uh, before its release um but yeah i this is this is an instant buy for me uh, i'm sorry i'm i'm gonna fangirl out over this one um uh real quick Callisto protocol man extended gameplay trailer this game is gory than a mug, dog. This like, game look
1: fucking great, boy.
0: It looks good. I can't lie. Yeah, this one, yeah. This is a really exciting game to see, um, period. Uh, that it exists, that it's 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 giving some competition to Dead Space. This was a very sci-fi-themed event, period. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but this one, to me, by said if, far the best of the bunch.
1: Someone said, have you described a, a game with a, a dark... It's like a dark and in, you're in space and it's dark
0: and scary. You're like... Describing almost every game on this list. Yeah, uh, it's, it was pretty ridiculous after a while. But yeah, I thought this looked dope. I don't have much to say about it other than I hope it reviews well. I hope the gameplay looks, uh, it plays as good as it looks. And uh, if it does, I'm in. And okay. I
1: hope it comes out on, Dece- on uh, in December. Yeah, uh, don't
0: delay this, ho. Interesting enough, Xbox
1: had it on their um, on their thing as games that are coming out. I wonder if 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 it'll be Game Pass game. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. That'd be a nice I little know, guy.
0: I, I would have thought they would, man, why they should have showed it here at this showcase. If well, that's uh, the case. Uh, uh,
1: well a thing with that is, is at least from what I, I, my understanding is, a lot of these deals for Game Pass for these big budget games get done like a week before. Uh, so, you know, True. I'm sure they're probably yeah. talking that out. And they're,
0: yeah, and they're probably waiting for pre-order numbers to see how those look after this game was first shown over the yeah. last week or two to see how things go, and maybe if they need that extra lift, they'll, they'll yeah. do it. So it's still possible. You might be right. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Boy, the water tech, man, I right? Who cares, man? Like, who cares? <laughs> like, I, in, in it,
1: every Call of Duty, like, reveal trailer... I'm always like, who cares? Because honestly, it just looks like more of the shit. It this is kind of circumstantial. It'll if it hits, it hits. If it doesn't, we move on. It's either uh, yeah. Black Ops or it's either Vanguard. It's either Cold War or or Vanguard for us in that way. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing to say about this one. It just looked like generic first-person shooter mission number a million uh, yeah. for a modern warfare game. Fort Solus debut trailer shown, starring Troy Baker, his high water jeans, and Roger Clark from uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. They get on stage and talk about this game.
1: They kind of many...
0: looks like the Callisto Protocol.
1: <laughs> they is too many people. That was just Troy Baker talking.
0: <laughs> uh, he just talked about his life, everything that makes him him. Um, God damn it. He sounded like Troy Baker in the game uh, voice acting. It just it, it's. Okay, I guess that's fine. Fort Solis. And Roger Clark went, yep, 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 yep. I'm like, oh, he yep. did
1: the Arthur Morgan. He did it. Um,
0: best, best be on my way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, I think this game uh, didn't show enough of it. It's a problem with all this. Didn't show enough of any of these games, honestly. Because uh, yeah, the next game right. on the list is another, It's a Game Pass ex- uh, exclusive uh, re-reveal. Uh, and I didn't show enough of, of that game either. So, Yeah. Which is routine. You think about routine. I thought it looked cool. I thought I thought it looked, yeah. Cool. I th- I thought really it looked cool. Yeah, I thought I thought it it, it kind of gave me uh, Alien Isolation vibes. Uh, this game yeah, was announced yep. like yep. ten years ago, and it's like re revealed now. The you know that I guess they got some money to, to keep working on it or just restart it. But it looks really cool. I I I I think that. This game was a better looking game than some of the games that was shown on the Xbox
0: Showcase, which is weird to I me. didn't want to say it. Yeah, I did not want to say it. I didn't know if it was going to be taken the wrong way, but I'm
1: I, like, I, I, I don't understand what this was doing at Jeff Keeley's thing and, and not at the Xbox Showcase, and maybe Jeff Keeley should have gotten some of the some of that trash <laughs> from uh, over there. Uh, but it looks cool. Man, yeah, it looks cool.
0: Yeah, it looks good though. I like. It. I, I thought it looked cool. Um, I don't really get too much about what it's trying to do, other than be kind of this like sort of retro futuristic sci-fi thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like 80s that's my future, bag though, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns new trailer, October 7th release date seems to be rumored to be revamped from the original vision of the game. Uh, still not interested in either version or vision of the game. What's possibly. weird about
1: th- th- what's weird about the reveal is that right after it showed IGN, all the big, had like really in-depth stuff about it, and a lot of the, when you're not in combat stuff, looks really cool, like it's really a relationship-based game, where you're building relationships with other heroes, and based on some of your choices, some of the heroes just straight up are not going to like you, you're building your your squad based on those relationships, those relationship missions, like someone said it felt really Bioware-like in those moments, but the 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 actual the actual um combat part of it is card-based uh uh turn-based rpg stuff which is really a turn off i I, i'm not gonna say that it i'm not gonna say that i'm uninterested because of the stuff that he talked about the relationship building and the bioware stuff that's really interesting to me um i I just gotta see what how the card game stuff looks i mean i i i there's always going to be a game in any genre that's going to speak to 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 us in a way like um like Uh, What's that game? Breach. Beyond with Breach uh, for a Nintendo Switch. This is a... a Oh,
0: Into the Breach. Into the Breach. breach.
1: I'm not into those games. I'm into that game. I I love that that game. That game is so good. And I'm not into those kind of games. So I'm looking forward to a game like this to to speak to me in one way or the other. Maybe this could be it. Uh, But as it stands,
0: I think the reveal of it was so weird because it showed kind of a shitty trailer. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I was going to say that, dude. I don't want to go on a tangent here, but I feel like Marvel and and DC games are not marketed well at all the rollouts are almost always bad i remember like guardians of the galaxy was like this too like the the, the rollouts are oh, terrible that it's almost like they think that because they have the the marvel or dc billing that they can just set it and forget it and it can just it'll just naturally rake in an audience and it probably will but you still have to do a better job of explaining what your game is and this you're right this is another one of those like what
1: but i i, I would, would even go beyond that i thought the character model sucked i thought that was like it, it looked like really bad like it just it looked corny that's That's what I should say that's true Uh, but I think that's a Marvel problem Marvel Marvel specifically has some of the worst posters for their films I've ever seen in my whole life it's like (laughs) low effort shit because they know people are just going to watch it you know Uh, but yeah yeah um, game of the show uh well, besides Glasses, it's coming up.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no, Callisto, for sure. Oh, that's right, Callisto. Uh,
1: Never mind, I'm lying. Yeah, Callisto.
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, that one actually looks kind of fun, dude. Dope. It's on Game Pass, yeah. by the way. It's really awesome. Uh, coming out, actually, very soon. Next uh, week. Th- yeah, yeah, it's coming out soon. So, six-player mode, new trailer shown. Um, Show Casey. Throwback vibes, for sure. Yeah, dude. Um, this looks awesome.
1: This is cool. This is awesome. And again, why was it this on the God... Damn, Xbox Showcase.
0: So weird, bro. So weird. Philip Spencer, what were you... What was you thinking, baby? Man. Yeah, it looked good. It looked good. I'm excited for this one, actually. And I'm not even a huge... I used to be a huge... uh, Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, but yeah, but... This one is... Uh, You're a Sega can- kid. We're, uh,
1: uh, the the, the beat em ups were like
0: it, right? Well, y- yeah, yeah. The arcade stuff was, was super fire back in the day. Yeah, so I, I actually am going to keep an eye on this one. Um, it, it, it is one I came around to as I saw more of it. Um, I'm not coming around to Gotham Knights, though. Um, this still looks like it is not very fun. It <sighs> looks so I don't
1: understand. boring. This Come looks with- so boring. Coming from the team that did the Arkham Knight games, which listen, I love those games. This does not look like any of that. Ah, so, not not good. I, don't I, I it's not good for in, in my Every opinion. Every time
0: they show this game, it just looks more and more bland. Like, oh, this is the game that's going to be on sale, you know, in a couple months after it goes out because no one liked it, and it's going to get you know kind of meandering reviews. And man, it's such a shame. It's such a shame. There's a lot of talent in that studio. And it just feels like they have lost their way and have come up with something that is not good. And, um, man, I, I'm a little nervous about this one. Yeah, I think this could be a flop. Hey, I really listen, do. Two hours. This
1: showcase was two fucking hours. And two we, of them hoes. And we talked about this showcase in about ten minutes, and we only <laughs> talked about nine games, three of which we're probably really into Jeff Keighley was on Twitter for weeks and months on end, hyping this shit up, talking about, "Oh, I, I, the the trailer I just received in my inbox is really gonna blow your socks off,"
0: you know. Like, I mean, the the, the absolute. Well, and, hi- and then he came in later on and said, "Manage your expectations, guys." And- he
1: he said manage expectations, and then that same day, went on Twitter and was hyping it up all over again. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it too, sir. And I'm telling you right now, your cake was made. Out. Yeah, your cake was made of shit. And ass uh, uh, and 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 scorn penises. Um, I think my grade for this is F, F plus. I mean, it just it, you 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 you're, you're going to start off the the E3 vibe, the not E3 uh, as they're calling it, with this big showcase. You've been building this for for months. And this is how you started. It's two hours of the worst-paced showcase I've ever seen in my life. Showing games that I don't really care about, but two or three of them. And then ending it with, uh, respectably a great remake, but a remake nonetheless. And on top of that, showing me a a picture of of factions uh, and a still of the show. And then bringing out Toy Breaker again to talk about the bullshit. Listen. (laughs) I I think this was abs- your voice went your
0: voice went higher than his pants, brother.
1: I, I don't know. This was pretty high pants, but listen, I think ultimately for me this is some one of the worst, and a lot of this has to do with the state of games in 2022. I, I think there's just not a lot out there, uh, and that's the case. You don't have to. Do, it doesn't. Ha- it didn't have to be two hours. It didn't have to be two hours. I think. Keely also gets stuck in the trying to do right by the developers and kind of give them their opportunity to talk about the game on stage. But there were other games on this that I was like... There's more games that were shown on this that was mind-blowingly bad in terms of how they were presented. Like, there's a uh, StarCraft... The Team that made StarCraft has this game coming out, and it is supposed to be, like, incredible. That trailer was awful, awful. And they had this poor man on stage talk about the game and just kind of, like, just look like a lost puppy. Like, it was...
0: Terrible, they terrible rock shit. game. The metal game that with uh, the guy from System of a Down is going to be on this game. But, but What? the hell? And then they have The Rock
1: in one of the most awkward uh, AI AI, AI robot guys. AI robotic written script I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. He goes, "Some of you guys use me as The Rock or La Roca in Spanish." Uh, and you know, uh, and he calls himself a big cheese machine. I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, don't know. F. Not even close.
0: F-, F+. plus. Yeah, I got a D on this one, um, personally. Uh, yeah, it's bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, even... You know, and I, I never set the bar too high for Jeff Keeley. The only thing that kept it from being an F was that he didn't douse it with ads all over the place like yeah, he yeah, likes yeah. to do. Yeah, he, he listened. That's literally it. I, uh, otherwise, I'm kind of with you there on, on pretty much every front. Um, the one thing I won't count against him is The Last of Us Part 1 leak. That, that kind of sucked, but that's Sony's that's fault not fair, more than yeah. Is. yeah, but... um. This was just a bad show. It was a really bad show. And I, I think this um, doing it for the sake of doing it is not really okay. Like, don't, don't attract the gaming community if you don't really have anything prolific to do. And I understand. Jeff Keighley's done probably more for the industry than most can say they have. Oh, I get for that. sure. But that does not excuse you from trying to get a piece of the attention um, at a time where E3s would happen just because you're you. You know, um, fall back if you don't have anything to show. Um, and if you do, then keep, the, then keep the expectations low, like Pablo said, and keep the show short. Um, don't drag people through this whole uh, Jeff Keeley, look at me, look at this and, and marvel at these games that I was able to bring to you because uh, it just looks self-indulgent after a while. And I know that's probably not how he is, but it comes off that way sometimes. Uh, and this show kind of made me feel like that every once in a while. Uh, if That makes sense. And, and it's not about you, um, you know, even if you're not intending for it to look that way. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I got a D on this one. I thought it was an underwhelming show. I thought these last these, these both these showcases were kind of extremely underwhelming. And I hope that with E3 coming back next year, um, as they say it will, uh, people will step their games up. That I almost feel like great.
1: this has been an exercise in a world without E3 feels like. And it's not a good world. It's uh, not good. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: a very good point. Yeah, these these little you know we're just gonna do it ourselves over here. Things uh, sound great, um, but you know it it, it uh, it's created more of a backlash than I think a benefit for uh, at least some of these companies. I think um, that's that's getting to a point where it's safe to say. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, that's gonna do it for our coverage uh, of these uh, two big events, big ish events. Uh, And that's going to wrap up our show. Uh, We'll see you again uh, in a couple days for our next episode, so be sure to subscribe to our podcast to stay notified on when that drops. Until then, you're welcome, and we'll see you next time.